All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Share this out, share this out, share this out. Welcome to Skull Island. Another edition. Right? Another edition of Skull Island. You guys need to share this out. Everybody, share this out, right? Go to go to Skull Island. PC at gmail.com. If you have any comments, requests, or YouTube, on Facebook, and on DLive. Right? Yes, and DLive too. Yes. And on DLive. Yes. Yes. I keep forgetting that, right? So we're on yeah, uh, that's Facebook. New. And on, uh, are we Aaron on YouTube, Facebook, and DLive? Or just YouTube and uh, DLive? We're on Facebook as well, right? I yeah. think we're YouTube, DLive, and Facebook, right? Yep, YouTube, DLive, and Facebook. Nice. Welcome, There everybody. you go. We're expanding it. Good job, Aaron. That's it, that freaking right? rocks. y'all can give us Congrats. some lemons over there on uh, DLive so we can get some uh, cryptocurrency going so we can buy some new clothes. Because, you know, right? holes in this one. Right here. Wait, which, where, there it is. I'm gonna tell you how I got that whole shirt. Was my favorite shirt, the Rick and Morty shirt, the Rick and Rick shirt, and I That's got a funny. little hole there. But it's a lot uh, of mine you know, have a lot watches, of mine have a couple of holes. Hole in my shirt. A, a lot of mine have a couple of holes, like right on the shoulder, because my cat would climb on me, and he loved to do that, and he would sit there and knead on me, and he'd end up clawing through my shirts. I and I didn't think about <laughs> yeah. that until. I started looking at all my shirts going, why do I have all these freaking holes in the same spots? I'm like, oh, cat. Yeah. <laughs> See, my, my problem was ashes that ended up dropping on the shirt and burning a hole in the oh, shirt. Oh, dude, so that's, that's, yeah. that's a whole other situation. That's that's well, I, I quit like smoking. I had that somewhere, somewhere, yeah. somewhere in, 20, in 2013, I quit smoking, but I, I remember those days. <laughs> right? My yeah. poor I remember when I was a kid like one day. Everywhere. <clears throat> There's holes everywhere. I remember when I was a kid, one night we wake up and the smoke alarm's going off. My father had lit a cigarette and fell asleep and started the bed on fire. Oh, no. <laughs> so he wakes up and he and my mom are like trying to put out this fire on the mattress. And those, the alarms oh, go shit. off and those kids jump out of bed. And, and my father's like, okay, got to stop doing that. <laughs> no smoking in bed ever. Um, and that's why right? I don't yeah. really smoke. Uh, yeah, I don't I smoke after I go to bed. Once I'm down for the night, that's it. Yeah. We you don't get smoke after you go to bed. Well, I was thinking going to sleep. Well, I mean, we don't smoke in bed. You know, the, the, the sleep smoker. <laughs> you get up, go outside, smoke a cigarette, and go back to right? sleep. I've done that, morning. but, you know, I've done that. But I, I know um, people that can do I can't. Yeah. I've never been able to I do that. I was never one of those that would smoke while laying in bed or sitting in bed. You know what I mean? Well, in truth, <clears throat> by the time, <clears throat> pardon me. By the time I was smoking as an adult, when I was living on my own, there was only like two places where I smoked indoors. Because by that time, uh, they were starting yeah. to poo-poo that. Uh, so we were going outside. To yeah. See, I, I smoked outdoors before they started poo-pooing it, just out of general yeah. respect myself. Because right. even in my dorm room, where they put all the smokers together so we wouldn't bother each other, and they smoked in the living room and everything else, my first year I actually was able to have my own room. And what I did is I didn't smoke in my room. And I didn't pay for a dryer. Uh, I would wash my clothes downstairs. I would bring them up and I would uh, hang them out in my room. And I wouldn't smoke in my room. I'd smoke in the living room. And in Yeah, you know, I, it's funny. I still do that. I, when I wash my clothes, I don't dry them. I hang them up uh, in my bathroom. I hang them on the shower curtain rod and, and let them dry. And then the I put everything away. You go into that living room and there's this cloud of smoke about face high. Yes, yes. And you got, you know, mist in front of the TV. But then I open up the door to my bedroom and... There's this smell of like spring detergent in the air and shit, and there's no smoke anywhere. Because uh, I noticed that my clothes were washed and impregnated with smoke, and they smelled bad, even right. though they were clean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because, you know, they were right. lying there and they'd get smoke all over them, and that yep. just fucking sucks. So right. there are certain habits that you learn yep. to mitigate the problems. Right. 
Right. I see Ariel in there out in the audience there. Linda, welcome. Ariel, welcome. Denise, welcome. If you guys are out in any of the audiences out there and you guys got to say hello yes, to us so we you. know you're here. Otherwise, we just see numbers. We don't know who's there in the audience, right? Yes, if you have. And any, we're interactive, you guys. You remember that. So we will uh, ask questions. Okay, so let's get on. Let's go to, to the topic. So our topic today is the, is the Tao, the, the way, right? The, the, the Tao Te how, how do you say that? The, the Tao Te Ching. Am I the Tao, that? the way. The everything yeah. and the nothing. It means the way. All right? of it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. So, so we're kind of we're kind of talking about that today because it, it's really, it's really something um, to look at. If, because I've talked about this many times, and and it's not me that's. I only thing I'm saying is, hey, look, I've noticed that all of these people throughout history are saying the same thing, and that's weird because. Right. You know, we have like Christianity and we have Jesus telling the same story that these other people told, but these other people told it after him. And then there was more, many people who were, came before him. And, yeah. um, you know, I have noticed that I believe that it was the same spirit in almost every one of those cases. And um, I could be wrong. This is my opinion purely. But it's because the Jesus factor is what I call it, because the last time that entity came through on this earth, it, it, it went by the name Jesus. Jesus was the, the given name. So <clears throat> if you look in history even further back, and when we're talking about the Tao, uh, if you guys don't know about that, that was in 604 BCE, right? Or BC, if you're Christian, right? So yeah, that was 400 years before Jesus was even born. And there was a gap in there that went back because you know prior to that you look at it's a thousand years earlier or somewhere around then when it was in mesopotamia uh and then the egyptian uh version when Ra came through and they did that uh, experiment that was uh you know in between there so so i so i'm not trying to downplay christianity in any way what i'm trying to to say is if you read all of these texts you find that they're all saying the same thing exactly so the right. the fundamental question becomes if they're all saying the same thing throughout time in many different places, is it the same reoccurring soul that's coming here? It, because it's, it's, it's not it's that the they're doing something that ends up resonating with them. And right. it's like or, whenever you, you strum a, a guitar, you might right. have different guitars, but if you know the combination because the resonance is there, they'll play the same tune. It depends right. on who's playing the instrument. Right. Well, see, that's see, that's my deeper point. That's where I was going with that. That's my deeper point, because because, you know, is it the same soul or is it a separate souls finding the same, uh, like he said, the same frequencies and the same knowledge and they're yeah. plucking the same chord. Right. It's like two people uh, standing like a perfect example is the, the intro to Judas Priest's uh, um, uh, video. Um, I can't think of the name of it right now. I think it's um, Victim of Changes. It might be. Don't quote me. Uh, where they both come in at the same time. They're playing different guitars. And they come in and they're playing the exact same solo on different guitars, right? And so they're made different, they sound different, right. but they're hitting the same chords. And you see, you see, like KK yeah. Downing, he's down here about halfway, right? Fretting about halfway down. And then you see yeah. Glenn Tipton, and he's further up. He's only about a quarter of the way down, and but they're, and they're in on the same string. But it's it depends on the guitar and how they're wired and, and how they're no, tuned. No, it's also the harmonics because different different, different positions, scale. but same. Right. They're on an same eight note. above, right? Yeah. Right. So so that so it's a, so my point here is that uh, that everything is achievable and people need to understand that, that you don't have to uh, just understand one technique that you really should take a look at every technique right. because the whole 
purpose of this experience that we're having is to well, experience let me our ask own. You a question if you're going to be listening to um, a piece by mozart for example right. are you going to pay attention exclusively to the violin or are you going to listen right. to the flute or right. are you just going to isolate the, the clarinet to see if they're doing a good job it's the right. entire orchestra together that makes the music right yep yep right so we have to realize that and this is this is the point of this conversation is, that, you know, the point of the way is to understand what the way is. And everybody who's been trying to explain the way right. I even started writing a book called The Way before I knew that in 604 BCE, some Chinese philosopher wrote a book called The Way. Right. Right. So yeah, now I'm like, I don't need yeah. to write that book. It's already written. And <laughs> the only thing can... I need to do is like give my opinion. Right. So do I write another book just because that nobody has written one since then called The Way? Who right. knows? Right. But the, but the point well, is, no, I'm writing my book and as I'm researching it, I'm finding that there are 50 other authors that have done something very similar. And I'm like, why? Why? Because it's my version. Because it's my version. Because it's personal. It's my version. So we have to realize that what does that translate yeah. to? What does that translate to in life? Well, in life, it translates to just that. You guys are all out there. You're supposed to be doing that. You're supposed to be finding that in you. Right. We say that yep. a lot to people, you know, we're the, the we're the savior you're waiting for or you are the savior that you are waiting for more yeah. importantly. Yeah. Right. And uh, so that, that's kind of what we're uh, you know. highlight Ariel's comment in there, because that really has to be said tonight. It is absolutely true. Which one? Which comment? The last, the last one, one, which one on YouTube. OK, right there. Right there. There we go. So, so uh, she says she actually talking you... about Norma and she was wanting to call attention that Norma is looking exceptionally. Uh, You're not a friend. Thank you. Tonight. And no, you are not. So that's, <laughs> I'm trying uh, these things. So I was actually a little insecure. I appreciate the compliment. No, that's, that's exactly why I wanted to bring it up because uh, you, you do look good tonight. So I, I thank you very much. Um, and that was a, a very considerate uh, comment was made earlier before, but we passed right on yeah, through it. So I wanted to make sure that it was highlighted before we go on. Um, thank you. I appreciate it. Leo, go on, please. I uh, interrupted about the orchestra and how. No, no, that's okay. Uh, uh, Peter, Peter Coyle is in the audience. Welcome, brother. Yes. He says hello. Hey, buddy. So, yeah. Okay. So, the, so the, the truth is that each one of us individually needs to um, get to that place and understand that. So it's really hard because a lot of times people get indoctrinated. I did. I was. I mean, come on. Let's be yeah. serious. I was baptized in 2001 or 2002. I was knighted in 2004. I was I was pretty gung-ho. <laughs> right? Right. So right. it took me a few years. Well, you come across these things. That, yeah. That you don't even think not just that I don't need to keep, you know, to keep myself in just that box, that, that right, expanding yeah, right. my consciousness was more important because I was realizing that that was the proper way to expand yeah, your mind and consciousness. Right. And, it, you know, yeah. so I want to kind of talk about that and get your guys' opinion on that because we can't say it enough. We, we, you know, we can, right. w what we have are tools that we're trying to show yes. you guys. We're trying yes. to, that's why you always yes. see that people always do that picture with the hand coming out and there's something in the hand, either floating or a, or, that's what that symbol means. Yeah. It's somebody who's trying to hand you knowledge, trying to show you yeah. something. Um, a lot of times you'll yeah. see a crystal ball. A lot of times you'll Here's see the water, the world, right? You know, I yeah. So, yeah. So that, that so it's very symbolic that uh, that's a gesture of, of first of all, palms up. I'm not trying to harm you, uh, and you know, right. and then it's you know, I'm trying to give you knowledge. And um, the problem is that we all don't pick that up. 
that's right. why when you when you see like that like that famous Sufi, I don't know his name though, <laughs> but he was the one that was trying to 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 be awake and trying to wake up and you know, his whole life and he's reading everything and when he finally woke up he took his books and burned them all because he realized that it was right there in front of him and that everything was there to help him and he just didn't see it and he didn't need right. all the guidance from all those books because he found out that the way is there it's yours and you have to find out right. your true path. So well, I'd like to go around. Think, let's go around the room with Aaron because he started talking. Yeah. So Aaron, go, brother. I want to hear your opinion. Then yeah, we'll I mean, I feel like, and we'll, we'll go to Mike. If anybody's right? ever, I'm unmuted because I got dogs, uh, neighbor dogs that are barking, and I didn't want to bother anybody. <laughs> I can't hear them, man, at all. I can't hear me, brother. But, uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, I think. Um, really, book <clears throat> is the Dow. I can is, faintly is hear something, really, but go ahead. Go ahead, Aaron. Go ahead. Sorry, brother. Right. Okay. So by even going to the, uh, like thinking about it, by even like trying to break it down, by right? like what, what I'm doing right now is actually taking away from it right. because me trying to explain it is actually giving it misplaining more it. than, yes. you know what I mean? I'm right. not, I'm not doing it justice by explaining it, but I did want to read right. a couple of quotes. Oh, where'd I, where'd they go? Uh oh, did you miss? Right, right, right here. Did, okay. Same so, thing happens to me sometimes. You're like, I just had it ready. What the I did all the time. <laughs> this, Lao Tzu is the uh, the author, and Lao Tzu is yeah. kind of a mysterious person, anyway, because he's there's not much. On well, him and the now. thing is, when they talk about the Tao, they talk about they say yeah, but Confucianism doesn't come from him as well. So there's right. a so balance. The Tao and Confucianism in aren't they the same one? Isn't Lao Tzu similar? Both they're similar. similar, but they're different. Oh, yeah, similar. Right? Right? <laughs> they came out around the same time, I believe. Yeah, it was around the same time. It was. It wasn't too far apart. In time, but, but he had really a different, down, he had a different made, ask, look uh, outlook. Yeah, if you look Go at ahead, it, brother. it was made for uh it was made for leaders, it was made for yeah. people that lead lead people. Um, yeah. or you know, and you can use this or in your own life. Or I, mean, just, is, you know, trying to explain, I just yeah. went over this in the metaphysical mystic class that That's I teach thing, once but... a week, and we went over it like three or four weeks. Mm -hmm. And just the way that you know, if you're really feeling rigid in your spirituality, or it's a good place if you start because I know everybody goes through this thing where they kind of their belief system is challenged. Right. I know I've been through it many times. And what it does is just forces you to look deeper. And there was a time in my life when I felt like really rigid. Like I was feeling like kind of psychosis and from doing a lot of the like astral work that I was doing, I started to believe all of it too much and started to, which not to say it's not believable, but right. right, right, but. It, I'm living here on yeah. earth right now. Like this is where my consciousness is, is uh, mostly right now. So, at least for me. I mean, we can go deeper than that. We're, we're just talking about the doubt. But, you know, there was a couple of quotes, quotes that I was just looking over, like, knowing others is intelligence. Knowing yourself is true wisdom. Mastering others is strength. Mastering yourself is true power. And that's really what it comes down to. Those who not, do not speak, those who speak do not know. So those right. who, who, who do not speak know. Those who speak, you know what I mean? It's really, really interesting shit. Like, uh, Truth well, is, not, is not always it's... beautiful, nor the words, nor beautiful words, the truth. Right. I mean, just simple, really simple ways. Like you could just open the book, look at it for an affirmation. I mean, it's, right. it's a tool. Like I said, it's yeah, tool I've, studied, I've studied the Tao and it is yeah. beautiful. And on a yeah. simplistic uh, personal community basis for an individual yeah. basis, it's absolutely fantastic. Because yes, mm. in, in those cases, it does lead you well. Now. Um, as I yeah. mentioned in chat, it breaks down whenever you consider 7.5 billion people in the diversity right. that we have. There's, there's, well, see, I, I think once you get into a certain area of, of the Tao, but in, in essence, yes, I mean, that's why what 
probably about uh, 2 billion people uh, study Taoism through different sectors yeah. and, and everything else. Why? Because it feeds and leads into all the other uh, religions of yeah. the area that, that fed off of the Tao first, my opinion. Well, and I think yeah. uh, to get back real quick, and then I want to get Norma's take on, on it, but I, I think that to your point that it breaks down on a mass scale, I think that anytime you try to take an organized uh, philosophy and try to make it yeah. work for a lot of people, now you're trying to get into like yeah. a politics, you're trying to incorporate it in the mass right, right. minds of the people. I think all of them break down when you try to do that. Yeah. And again, this might only be my opinion. But I don't think there's any one philosophical way of thinking that can, that can ever conquer the planet. And I, and I think well, see, the reason for that is not supposed the organized, to. The organized religions are the problem because they always want to be power centers because everybody wants to centralize the power. And they're in life. Right, that's my point. And that's where, and that's yeah. where they all break down. But in, in general terms of philosophies and everything else, I was mentioning the red words. I'm not talking about the 66 books or, or the 5,000 pages or whatever. Just the red words that are in four little books in the beginning. Right. Okay. Those you take those and break those down, you could actually expand those to 7.5 billion people and have a stable, sustainable society without judgment. Only if the only way you can do that, though, is the only way you can do that is that you have to now take the evil people who are trying to centrally locate all power out of the equation. As long as we have the ego, that will never happen because those people will ultimately every time try to position themselves and maneuver themselves into a place of power to take control to get money. Right. So that's why it breaks down because of that. I don't think anything can be successful 100 percent because everyone has to choose for themselves. Right. Human greed is something that makes everything break down over time. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, one wanting to be superior over the other. And at the same time, there's the argument to some do actually work harder than, than others. And do they not uh, deserve recognition for that effort? You know, and, and there's there's the, the tug and, and, and push and pull throughout that argument throughout time. And it's, you know, where do you leave it? And the thing is, you focus on yourself, not on everybody else and not on the world. And you're not competing with those guys. You're not competing with those guys. You're competing with yourself because you want to be better tomorrow than you were yesterday. And that is our objective, making ourselves better every day with a certain focus and objective away, uh, you know, the truth, the life and the way that will allow us to find the best version of ourselves and walk that path for yeah. however long we actually have on this planet. Kind of, sort of. Right. Right. Speaking yeah. of that, did you guys? Well, that's the, uh, yeah, I, I feel little... like the Tao is more that it's more nature, right? It's teaching you how this planet so how to actually function peacefully on this As planet and how you can, you know, with your spirit. With uh, your yeah. Spirit. I feel like it's, yeah. One of those books where, I mean, anyone and anyone can open it up and go, Oh, okay. I get something from this. Right. I, I, I don't look at a lot of things where I kind of feel like I'm a little weird because I do hold on to things. I'm a big holder on to her, but time I don't hold on to too much. Like in mind, right? Like if there's certain things that I learned growing up, just were fed to me that I realized, I mean, even though I battled as a younger person, as I got older and pressures kind of get on you, the stamina of being in this life kind of hit you. I fell into certain things. Right. And then I go, wait a second. I didn't believe in the first place. Why did I start believing that? Right. It, it, it It's about knowing you. Right. And finding those tools, those words, those books, those scriptures, those ways in which you flow in your life to where you can look back and say, well, I did my best. Right the way they see me or the way they took that is, is that's not, it's not on me. 
unless I have truly stepped into their realm and done something, right? True story. And I'll see that one more thing. I, think that's, I, I want to go add ahead. to what you said. Um, yeah, go ahead. If I could. Uh, yeah. And it is a, like, as I see it, it's more about knowing how much we are all connected to, like how much of a force, like the force, the force, like the life force that runs all of us and really learning how to tap into that a little better. And like yeah. from what this well, like Leo teaching, always says, we, we are creator seeing his creation through different perspectives. And so we are all yes. the same eyes looking at the world from a different view, right. all learning to love each other, you know, respective of our different views and trying to find one resonance. And I think that the propaganda tries to keep us critiquing each other instead of, yes. like you were saying, instead of yeah. giving praise yes. for someone to uh, learn something and, and get that, a different perspective. Everybody tries to slam the door shut and say, no, 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 you can't go that way because you can't do that on your own. You have to do the way we're telling mm -hmm. you. You know what I mean? And I think that's yep. the, the well, that's part of what they're doing to corrupt the religions to keep people from. Well, they've done that for a learning. long time, really, by even yeah. like when religions are created, but by, by giving anyone, by giving us people outside of ourselves to focus on, if you could just do it like that, if you just do it this way, they know the right, just if you just do that, we they're going to the save you. And when they start saying that shit, you got to know you're in a cult. Well, it's <laughs> not, it's no, not even just that. You got to know inside of yourself. That you're 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 seeing yourself as lack or weak or unable or or you're you're seeing yourself smaller than or outside of this thing, right? And then that's just that's them trying to take you it's, off your blue level helpful. because we all have a personal destiny that we were born here to yes. execute. Yeah. And so the adversary's yep. job is to take us off our course so yep. that we cannot execute our ultimate purpose. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know what? And we also have to get past the idea that we've only been here for a short time. Literally, they just carbon dated a skull, which is the earliest skull known to, to the human race to ever be found. And it was found in Denmark in, a, in a, a, a lava field. And it was dated, and you can look this up on the news, it was dated to 230,000 years ago. So they have actual physical proof that we humans were on this planet in with the, the skeletal structure almost identical to what it is now, 230,000 Well, they're arguing about the Sphinx as well and how they've aged it yeah. throughout the years. Well, the Sphinx like was 15,000 years old. They've already established that. No, no, no. The Sphinx yeah. is much older than that. That's That's been disputed. Oh, yes. Yeah, they're just starting to figure out that it's Robert, really Robert Schock yeah. started disputing that. And yeah, that's what they went from 3,000 well. to 15,000 because of the erosion studies. Um, now, if you, no, you have to realize... Road. You have to realize that I've spoken to these guys. I've interviewed a couple of them. That that what they're what they're showing is that it was there when the desert was a plush green area, yes. and that yep. was one hundred and twenty nine yeah. thousand years ago. It a wasn't fifteen thousand years from ago. Water erosion. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. one hundred twenty nine. Because what okay. both talks about the emerald tablets when it was green, when it was a green. And it, yeah, and that was one hundred and twenty. That was one hundred twenty five to one hundred thirty thousand years ago, even according yep. to Foth. Right after they yep. left Atlantis, so that was a long time ago. <laughs> yep. Right. It's a lot further back than everyone thought. And, uh, and originally they thought it was tighter towards the, the beginning. I remember back about 20 years ago, they were thinking maybe we would, didn't live, you know, because at first, uh, yeah, you go back 30 years and no one believed we've been on this planet for more than 3,000 years. And then they had to say, oh, well, maybe 10. And now they're kind of tinkering with, okay, we'll take 12. But the truth is we've been on this planet for, it, for now. We know we have a skull that they carbon dated. 
that has 230,000 years ago, a human that looked just like us. And it was a female was, was died in a, in a lava uh, river. And in the well, bones, what they try to do it. is they, they come up with a scenario and they just try to make everything fit it as opposed to, well, here's what we found. Now, what is it yeah. telling us? And some just yeah, hide right? it. Exactly. It's, it's not science, it's them manufacturing their opinions and grabbing the data that they want. Well, we are in the fifth cycle of humanity, you know, that those big wheels and everything else, each one of those is a human cycle. Why? Because there's, there's extinction level events usually whenever they do that crap. Well, you know, um, according to Mike, I don't mean to interrupt, but according to the Aborigines in Australia, this, we're, we're, we're more, we've been here seven times, not just five. Yeah. Seven, right, because the seventh cycle. is now finding the sixth mass yeah. extinction with, you know, so many animals that have died over the last, yeah. what, less than 50 years? Well, yeah, how about, how far back at, can we find? Like, really, how far back can we even date? You know, right? I think. Well, see, that's that's exactly work I've done, like, at, things I've looked into. Yeah, we've been like people have been on this fucking planet for millions of years, yeah. dude. Right like, now, I've been told that too, Aaron. Yeah. To, to each Aaron's cycle, credit, been a, a I have people telling over, me that they what happens? Have been on Why are we not for as like evolved as we should be after a million years? We do evolve. We yeah. do evolve, and then we get reset. Yeah, we evolve, and then we amass. That's what happens. happens. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it, you. They did a, a documentary that uh, twenty years after mankind on the History Channel about ten years ago or so, and they they show that if we're not there, <coughs> everything right? if literally down. human. Yeah, if humans just disappear. Um, then uh, the nature just uh, overruns the cities and just yeah. and the cities just disappear. Oh, yeah, you, you Look see at it, COVID. They do it in time lapse, 5, 10, 15, yeah. 20, 25, yeah. goes up to 120 years. Yeah. All the buildings have collapsed. Even yeah. the concrete is seeded and trees have taken over everything and you've got you know animals running over the asphalt. Yeah, um, I mean, look what know. COVID did. Yeah. COVID had animals coming into the cities because humans weren't outside doing anything. So all of a sudden people yep. are going outside and there's bears running around and bobcats running yep. around all over the United yep. States, all over the world. And that was just because we were in lockdown. So imagine that we just disappeared, right? Say we have oh, yeah. a, a, like, a planet uh, killing like event. Look like, uh, what's that movie with Will Smith? Oh, gosh. What is that one? Um, yeah. Uh, um, oh, God. The one with the zombies, I'm right? Legend. I am legend. I am legend, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was a good that movie. Was, yeah, that was a great movie. That was a good that was, movie. That was good. Right? That was really good. That was, it was, but it's looking more like Soylent Green these days. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's been saying that. But I never yeah. watched that, so I don't know what yeah. they're talking about. I never about watched it, but I did see the previews, and it was pretty creepy. Are you talking about Soylent Where Green, or are you talking about Yeah, so, yeah. Soylent yeah. Green. So, well, here, let me, let me tell you what – let me tell you what the – it's a Charlton, Charlton Heston movie. Dude, uh, find the, the thing share it, man. Find the um the trailer. It's creepy, right? Yeah, let me do yeah. that, and I'll, and I'll put that in the and I'll put that in the chat. Yes, so uh, yes, while I'm that. doing that, because now creepy. I have to re-log into uh, YouTube. Earlier, when we thought that I thought that was my music, I, I had, uh, turned it off. Uh, I closed all windows, thinking that uh, that it was one of mine. This is before we went on air, guys. You guys didn't know about that, but so I closed yeah. YouTube. I had it open. So let me get in there. So while that's while I'm doing this and getting back into YouTube here, six watching, uh, six watching. Movie, six watching. Uh, it took place. Yeah, six watching. Hit that What's like that? button. I was just telling oh, people yeah, to hit okay, that sorry, like button. Ahead. We got six people watching and one like. Help us out in the algorithm. We need to get up. Yeah. More people. Like it, like it. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, wait till you guys see this. I mean, this came out in what, the 70s, late 70s? Uh, 1973. I was I was thinking it was in the 60s, but it's right here. It says 1973. So here's the classic yeah, trailer. Hold on. Let, me, yeah. let me grab this and I'll. The and trailer I'll, uh, took me over. I didn't even see it. A couple years ago, I saw it. 
But I didn't even see the car chase in the Steve McQueen movie. What's that called? Bullet. I didn't Bullet, see that. Or not movie. Bullet. The other one. It's the other one where he's chasing that dude in the Camaro. Uh, no, in that San is Francisco. Bullet. That is. Is Bullet. it Bullet? Yeah. yeah. That is a great car scene or car scene. Still is. Okay, so I dropped it in the chat. So on Facebook and YouTube, you guys see the the Peter link Coyle, to yeah, that. Yeah, it's uh, a three-minute video. So Charlton Heston's in it, and he's kind of starts getting on to the uh, the cabal in the background in this movie, and he's trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And the and basically the governmental system at the time is where this governmental system on the planet is going towards. Okay, so it was very prophetic. Um, that that they made this movie in the 70s and now it's actually kind of happening. So um, what they, what they do is they they have this product, right? We have a we have a jibber jabber, but they have this product it's called Soylent Green and it's food that they're creating like we have for like the astronauts. Remember when they had all the the squeezy food that you would eat, right? So so they, so they have this food and they're trying to get everybody to eat this particular food and it has all the sustenance and everything you need. Uh, in it, uh, uh, the, all the stuff to be perfectly healthy, uh, and everybody's buying into it. And he's investigating, and, and doesn't, uh, and doesn't, you know, he's not trusted of the government, and they're coming after him because he's uh, getting too close to knowing something. And and um, if I tell you the end, it ruins the whole movie. Um, I know, huh? right? But yeah. If I tell you, if it, I tell, I, mean, I can tell, but I'll tell you the end enough, anyway. Yeah. But but you know, hey, people who don't want to know the end, mute the television right now. If you don't want to know yeah. the end of that, you want to watch that movie. Mute this because I'm about to give you the 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 rundown don't of what actually happens. Bed, Mike Holy doesn't shit. want to know. Look, Mike's muting his microphone. Uh, okay, so so for those of you who who are willing to listen, in the end, he goes into the factory where they're making Soylent Green, and he finds out that they're taking the humans, yeah, and they're turning converting all the humans oh. into Soylent Green and feeding us back to ourselves. I mean, that's I'm thinking probably of a cartoon McDonald's, that dude. actually replaced that. Actually, the, Matrix the, the like this. That's exactly what they mentioned the Matrix. A, the problem is that cannibalism causes serious problems in the brain and evolutionary, and within two or right. three generations, you got the twitches like a motherfucker, and you are a zombie looking for brains. Yeah, that's some fucked up shit. Yeah. Right. Well, see, they do say that. Now, I don't know that there's been any proof of that, but they use that in um, uh, the Book of Eli. Remember when they went to the uh, old couple's house? Um, Mila Kunis said that their hands are shaking and he said that's because they're eating human meat and I think we're the next target <laughs> remember I mean if they could have a total yeah. if they if the power that's exactly what I was thinking about the right thinking. now right the WEF right that think that they just are going to make all this this is how shit's going to go and you're just going to have to like it and that's you know one thing we need to talk about oh, but, but they've already I told us in the great reset you're going to own nothing and you're going to be <laughs> happy they're reading right now y'all yeah. To decide what us little plebs are going to be doing for the next few years. No, no, no. At least for they, the next they've year. already tried to kill us. And, you know, tomorrow, yeah. the events yeah. are coming. Yeah. Uh, the German study is, is talked about, but I don't want to talk about the stuff because I don't want to get your channel taken down. Uh, right. But all the stuff right. about the Jabberwopper is. Prank caller, prank caller. <laughs> Japan, Japan uh, Germany, uh, Norway, they've all basically said don't do it anymore, and they're opening up investigations and other things. Yep. Uh, we've already got the president of uh, P with the F and the Z, um, that yep. is has been indicted for fraud. 
Um, and then we've yes. got the uh, the political. There's the, two others the that trust. were had to step down from two other countries before the same thing. And well, here's we, the uh, here's the rub, Mike. You you haven't seen that video yet. In that video that I linked, you guys, um, I don't, I can't link this. How's that different from McDonald's, Leo? Um, not much. That's my point, bro. <laughs> so here, but here, yeah. just check this out. So in that video that Bring I just linked, that I will not, I can't link to you guys out there in the world because it'll get taken down really quickly. Actually, yeah. I probably could, but I have to check with them before I do this because this is a, a limited release to coalitions. So far, I don't have the the authority to to put it to the mass public. However, I could probably get that, and if I do, you'll see the link. I'll put it in the chat here. Uh, or I'll post it on the Skull Island page. Okay, there so the go. video that I just sent to our people in the, in the, the all of us here, uh, I put it in our chat room. Uh, in there, the the scientists prove that the only way all of this could have taken place the way it did, uh, and, and talking about the you know this this pandemic, the only way that all of this could have taken place the way that it did is that the leaders of every single country had to sign yeah. on prior to. Lockstep, brother. Remember that well, document? Lockstep. Absolutely. Yeah, well, let's Lock take away Let's just look at things the way it goes. We go yeah. and invade every country that isn't in alignment with us, right? Right. No, it's it's and every country we... that is in alignment with the shit we want from their land or whatever from their resources. Okay. Yeah. If we ain't get what we want, that's what it's we go and we invade. Yeah. What makes us think that we're just sitting there being good little people, making sure they fucking behave? No, yep. we're inserting ourselves everywhere we need to be in every little place. And I say we because it's like a big thing. And, you know, who really knows? The allies. Whatever. But, like, yeah, it is a big mass takeover. It's a big mass. People have been put cluster. in certain places for certain reasons, and they're doing their job. And they'll probably push. It's going to be like the Green New Deal now and the green, uh, green yeah. shit. They're going to make it sound really great and lovely. So, yep. What we're, where we're, where we're, they're trying to put us is stakeholder capitalism, which is right. basically all these big stakeholders, they get what they want. They're going to, you know, really kind of get together and own just, they want to try to buy up all the land, all the housing, BlackRock. That's, they bought up a lot of housing we'll and uh, nothing real and estate happy. in the last couple of years because the shit's going cheap. Or even if it's going high, they're still buying it up because they, you know, they have the money because they're backed by the government. But see, here's here's the problem with that. I don't mean to interrupt, but I but I but right here I kind of have to, and because uh, because this is what this is what people actually need to realize is that okay, first, all of this is just an illusion. So yeah, none of it is real. So because none yes. of it's real, they don't really own the land. Do you understand? Right. The Native Americans and the, and the well, all Native Indigenous people, they they have the they still have the old world mindset. Nobody owns this place. You, just because you have a piece yeah. of paper that's that your next door neighbor scrolled on uh, and right? said you own here's a deed to that land you own it somebody it was, uh, you know he's together in cahoots with this guy right I'm mm -hmm. going to start a company that that uh, patents your stuff right so I'm yeah. going to certify when you have when you say you own something that you own it right and so right. then you get paid by them to certify that and the only way that works is that everybody has to believe that guy knows what he's talking about and then right. he's the right. guy who decides yeah. who owns everything. Do you understand? Right. That's yeah, like no. saying that the that oh, well, we're never going to get disclosure from the federal government about aliens. Where is it written, and when did it get in your head that the only way aliens exist is because the United States federal government told you so? Right. Yeah. And that if they don't tell you, then it's not real. Right. That's what right. they want you to believe. They want you to believe that nothing is real unless they say so, and only right. what they say right. is real is right. real. So they say we own all of this, and you're our slaves. No. Yes. 
no, you don't own all yeah. of this, and no, I am not your slave. And you can't do anything to me. The only thing they can do is come grab my body, kill it, or put me in prison. I'm still free. You just have me locked yep. in a box, and now you're paying for me to have three meals a hot yep. and a cot. Yep. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You're just limiting how many people I can tell on to yeah. about you. That's all you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you're doing. And these days, if you're in an American prison, <clears throat> you can get rich. I can write books. I can teach myself law. Right? I can become a doctor, and I'll get paid for it. So what, what about yes. this incentive program is bad that you're going to put me in a prison? Oh, because everybody in there is hardened criminals, <laughs> and they all want to kill each other? That's kind of going I mean, on. Of course, I don't want to be in prison. Just I mean, let everybody yeah. know that. I'm not, right. I'm not cool with that. But no, I mean, <laughs> yes, less, you're right. It, they, is, it does suck. I mean, I've never been in prison, but I took a, I took a vacation to the uh, county jail one time not, for right. a couple days. And, I've know, been in detention. That's, that minor, was enough for me to go, okay. Uh, about eight hours was enough for me to realize that I yeah, didn't dude. want to be going oh. into that. And, yeah. I didn't and want you know, to go in that yeah. case. And no, they're, like yeah, they have the opportunity was, to become a lawyer and write a book if you use your time wisely. Yes. However, right. usually they're not using their time wisely. Well, because Otherwise, we've never been taught really how to do that, right? In jail. Right. And they yeah. don't want to. If they knew how to use their time wisely, they wouldn't fucking be in jail. So the, right. The, the, they wouldn't. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. One hundred percent. I agree with you. But <laughs> yeah. there are times. That's where people, true. I mean, you know, really, if they didn't know how to use their time wisely, I mean, and maybe some of them have, and got away with it for a long time. <laughs> and then you know they're like, fuck. Hey, they they might retire better than I do. I mean, holy <laughs> fuck, you know, right? You, know? you never know, right? Yeah, out in the in the crowd there, they're talking about the tsunami. Yeah, I saw the damage out here on the west coast of America um, that was done in some of the ports, and that was mild compared to other places uh, where it was pretty bad. I hear that in the Philippines, I think it was somewhere down there close by where it was, that they had like a 30-foot wave that came in. So, yeah, there was Damn. some tsunamis. It was a volcano that erupted underneath no the ocean. Right. Yeah. yeah, but see, Marfs uh, had a video that showed that it wasn't a – oh, sorry – no, Carl, last night on mine, um, he had a video showing that there was a missile that may have caused that, not necessarily a volcanic explosion. And that's, so you, know, time, another thing. you never know what the they hell They know how to manipulate the weather. They yep. know what they're doing. Yep. They can make certain yep. things happen. Yep, they have. Well, that's because, guys, they know uh, we are in the control the matrix. We are in the time of this planet where humanity can affect the evolution of the planet itself. Yep. more than yep. any other thing around. That's why they're calling this is Anthropocene because we are the Which biggest Which is why the powers that be want to minimize it. Kill things off. Yeah. Take right? it down. Ruin the history. Make it where we're lost little puppy dogs on the constant forever. You know, it's 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 kind of sad. Recognize right? that and see that or know when someone's right? actually trying so, to... You know, uh, to answer you know, Errol's question... Something, if you kind of feel like they're trying to take something from you, pay attention. To, to answer Ariel's, Ariel's question, if she's actually being legit, no, I, I did have a yacht, and uh, yes, I was the captain of it, and it was called the Whiskey Six. <laughs> I have pictures. I've shown it to, to Aaron. I like that. Uh, I think yeah. Mike saw it, too. Yeah, uh, but if that's what you're meaning. But, yeah, I did have a 30-foot sailing yacht, uh, and, it was a, and it was badass. It was, a, it was a race car. It was a Corvette of its time. The guys who created the keel on that in fact i it was still it's still to this day it was made in 1972 to this day the keel is still considered to be theoretical and i had to pay a shit ton of money to get it insured the guys who created the keel for the ship that won the america's cup for the united states the first time they made this yacht first as a test subject to see uh, the shape of the keel 
uh, and it's a short draft keel. It's only six feet. Uh, 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 I can sail in six foot of water or more. So the the sailing ship that I had could go into uh, freshwater and uh, seawater. So I could sail anywhere around the uh, the world in the highest seas, and I wouldn't capsize because of the because of the keel that's there. So it was pretty badass. What I was well, doing. You fucking um, rock, Leo. Listen yeah, to you, man. It, it, was, it was pretty badass. We were doing. We were going captain. against the right. captain, up. Heck yeah. We're going Pirate north. Cap- that's why he's our captain, man. You're right, the we were first going mate. north against yeah. the wind, motherfucker swabbing the deck. Right. Seriously, we're going north against the wind, coming from San Diego on the way up here to to the Bay Area. <clears throat> north against the wind with no tack. Well, we were tacking. Uh, we were doing six knots. And then we turned on the, the diesel. Yeah. And so that was upwind, going downwind. Now, for, now to, to, to give you guys a, a, a comparison, like if you saw uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, they were sailing a 150-foot a, a um, you know, pirate yacht, a, a sloop. Right, and right. they were doing, they were achieving with, with two, three masts, all sheets to the wind, they, would get, they were going six knots. So I had a 30-foot yacht that was capable of, of, the, of the speed of a 100-foot yeah. yacht. Okay, yeah. the, the, oh, I know shit. these guys who have a 52 foot. What does six, what does six knots relate to uh, miles per hour? A knot uh, that's about uh, it's pretty slow, it's about 45 50 miles an hour on land. Yeah, um, but that's fast on the water, dude. That's fast on the water. That's hella fast on the water. Yeah. We were doing 12 you knots down wind. on the water. You, know, you yeah. could pull a water skier behind that, dude, like yes. behind a sailboat. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, in fact, uh, uh, I've watched the guys from Delos do just that. They have a 52 foot or 53 foot sailing yacht, and I watched them uh, yeah. getting up to eight knots going downwind, and they had three people on skis behind. Hell them. yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> I'm not done a lot of water sports. <laughs> it was pretty badass. So, uh, yeah, I did. I had that. Uh, I got rid of it though because I'm taking care of my mom now. So I'm up here, and I moved uh, off of my yacht uh, in, with my mother to take care of her. Um, and everyone's like, "Dude, you, you, you got rid of your? Oh, I can get a yacht. It's just stuff. I can get it again. I can get another one." But it was fun. Yeah. Uh, it was fun right. to sail that. I bet. Because it would, would, it be would go yeah. over I so guess. close, you would think it was going to capsize. And then I, I, you know, just I wouldn't. dream of RVing, It looked right? pretty, it looks pretty sturdy, own, dude. Like, so like it's got a pretty yeah. wide base, or what, what would you call that? Yeah, and it's sat, you can't get into it. If you're in the water, you can't get into it without a ladder. It sat, uh, six, you know, six feet off the water. was That's how high it, ro- it rode. The oh. cockpit was, uh, you know, six foot up is nice. the deck from the water. Unless it's tilted over. A good movie about ships in the sea is uh, Master and Commander, dude. Have you seen oh, that? Oh, I one? love that movie. One of my favorite. Oh my movies. god, that dude! It starts out there the way it starts out. That's it what hooks out, me right dude. away. It's just in the when fog, they get attacked by pirates, dude. Then, oh my whoosh, god! Whoosh, whoosh. Yeah, bro. like he's like man of war. He's looking in the clouds and turn. He like with his telescope or what do they call those periscopes. No, no telescope, telescope. Yeah, and he's looking and he and he looks and he just sees the shadow. He comes back and you see it right in the periscope lens. Yeah. All of a sudden yeah. you just start seeing flame or uh, you just start seeing the, the gun, the, the gun flash. Oh my the god, cannons. dude! <laughs> that that was a great scene, dude. That was yeah. That whole movie, the whole way. The cinematography they, was yeah. great. Yeah, I mean, just the way yeah. they got beat up right off the bat, and yep. then they had to rebuild on yep. the water. Out in right? like Tahiti or something. Very I think, realistic. Well, you know that movie happened in real life, right? That's a true story. Wow, yeah, that really happened. That. The, so that's why well, when you see, the kid, when you see the kid that got his arm uh, cut off, and he said that he was related to uh, Sir Nelson. He's that was Sir Nelson's grandson. Admiral Nelson. Yep, that's Admiral what Nelson's grandson. Admiral Nelson. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that was so was, that was true, and he actually knew and met and sailed under. Uh, and Admiral Nelson used to be the captain of that ship first. That was that was his commission when the captain, the current captain, was uh, an ensign. He was sailing with 
Nelson on that ship, and then Nelson became a Commodore and eventually, you know, got even bigger. It's kind of a man show. It's not really made for women, but some women would love it. I, I mean, if you, if you I mean, like the sea and you like sailing, you like any of that. Like I enjoyed the cinematography. Or, or, You'd like it. An actor, I think, is kind of an asshole. I think his pomp oh, yeah. every time Russell I see his Crow, aura. Kind of so I just, I don't know. But who knows? But we it really know, was dude. a good film. Some of the people you know. I thought were assholes yeah. in this in this whole bullshit. Yeah, you never know. No vid bullshit. Like I'm like, wow. Because yeah. I, I saw a tweet today that said, you know, if anything has come out of this pandemic, it's been you really get to know who your friends really are. Right. And really, you do. I mean, the celebrities you see that are just, you know, in lockstep walking Making with everybody, all, everybody yeah. else on the mainstream. And then you see people like Eric Clapton, which I always thought was like a corporate prick. I mean, I loved his music, but I always yeah. thought he was a corporate prick. And he actually stood up and said something. Yeah. Probably because his life was in danger. And he was like, right. okay, wait a minute. Okay, well, he changed when his son died. Um, but then again, I don't yeah. um Some of his best. Uh, was what he wrote for that yeah. song. Yeah. Exactly. The, the memorial. I mean, he the, said the a, lot, a lot of those blues musicians have tortured lives right like, it's kind of it's almost like that's just like you know the, the saddest oh, person on the planet crossroads, man. Yeah, See, don't don't the, the saddest people on the planet are are um you know are the guys that Artists, that are clowns comedians, yep. and comedians yeah, yeah. yeah. and can you imagine a rapper coming out in a three-piece suit going yo i was born with a silver spoon in my mouth right? my maid wiped my ass and my cook made my meals Fuck right. you, be bitch, because like, okay. you ain't shit because I'm here to rock this fucking place. Right, Boom. though? Yeah, guy ain't going to be shit. I mean, sorry. Yeah. Right. Go live your life because well, we got shit to deal I, with. I utilize comedy and smartassery to help me get through certain things, you know, especially when I'm taking heavy blows. Because if you can't turn around and laugh at it, if you can't look and laugh, then you definitely have deeper healing, right? When you can turn around and kind of laugh at certain things, Especially at your own little scenarios. Trust me, they're so outside your control. You may never laugh at, but when you can find in the situation or in the way that things are rolling, right? And you can just kind of laugh it off. You're already doing some kind of healing, right? Because it's 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 hard to do Laughter that. Laughter is the best medicine. People it with mental illnesses, it's hard residence. because really are stuck in certain places. Yeah. We'll see, and that's just it. And with mental illness, I feel like people feel like they're stuck in certain places. Once they get a diagnosed, like this is the way it, it is. is a trap. I'm only there. It's, it's true. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I I know mental illness. I have I, my family. I, I know it. I'm intimate with mental illness. However, I also truly feel inside of myself, and, and this is why I say I don't know that I hold on to too many beliefs too tightly because things change every day. We're growing, evolving peoples every moment. Every breath can be different, right? But I believe that once you learn how you work, right? Oh, okay, hang on. There's this part of me in my brain that likes to play the bad guy all the time. If you can learn how to play with your bad oh, he's coming in when I'm really stressed, right? Oh, oh, he's coming in because I'm feeling the pressure over here. When you start to understand I how you work, right? You know what I mean? But when you to start to understand how you work, how your mind functions, <laughs> even within the illness, you, you gain more balance, right? You don't necessarily have to have all those things. You may need different things to help balance yourself out. But you're not trapped in some space. You just need to learn how you work when it's affecting you, how it's it affecting you now, how to maneuver within this, right? It's, it's finding the balance in who you are 
as a human being, whether you're dealing well, with some and kind see, of and physical that ailment, goes back to, mental ailment. That goes back to what we're talking about. Exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah. That goes back to the way and, and all these different yeah. fractured ideas that are all really the same. Uh, it's just being told right. from a different perspective. And the, and the truth is all of those people were trying to tell us the same thing that you just said, that, that yeah. that's what it's about. It's about us looking within ourselves and, and healing ourselves and in realizing yes. that what feels right? right to you, so, right? What feels yeah. right to you? What do you resonate? What do you yep. truly resonate with? It could be. Well, we got to be Wicca, careful with that. You, you just totally studied so the. Go ahead. But some people ahead, who, who actually resonate because that's okay. Whenever people resonate similar to us, do as thou yeah. wilt is a problem, and there are certain very bad cults that we usually use that as their motto. Well, that's because yeah, it was originally some do what thou wilt, but harm and none. People. And See, so the, the originally the, what they did was that was the same thing as taking the cross and turning it upside down and taking the star yeah. and turning it upside down. Yeah. It was the and same thing. They took the motto. They took the motto of do what thou wilt, but harm none. And then the yeah. satanic people dropped off the harm none part. And yeah. uh, so that right. they could do manipulate it to in service to self. Do what thou wilt. Yeah. Right. So that's yeah. like what when, uh, when they were uh, alluding earlier to the pirate creed. You know, when someone in the chat and it, you know the pirate creed of take what you can, give nothing back. Right. That's and that's not really what their creed was, uh, but it was and in it, a sense because they were taking from the rich and the elite and the cabal. Yes. And they didn't want to give anything well, see, back. I, and they were actually giving to bring it to that people. down to like. When yeah. you look at some of our biggest like drug dealers or huge like mafia men or whatever, let's look through our history, right? And those ones that at least they've shown us that we know about that we're aware we're fucking awful people that did awful things, were also building up their neighborhoods. They were in service to those that they were serving, right? So they were doing horrible things over here right. to bring themselves in the position I mean, to help these over like here. Which was partly like protection for right? them, so but... They were doing good for the community. And that's just it. You got And that's the whole thing. Like, even the most people that you would perceive to be the most evil, a lot of those people actually have hearts and they're they're just strange or that you don't see. Like, now when we say the most evil, I'm talking serial killers, those guys, yeah, those guys. You know, change their route it might take a couple hundred years, but they can eventually like grow from that. And become better. However, take, taking your example and putting it into a real world reality, for example, we have accountants and lawyers deciding our health yeah. and social policies, which is bullshit. I know, that's crazy. Right? So whenever yeah. you, so whenever you take those people, too. they can be nice people, yeah. but their right. function doesn't allow them. Oh, no, no, yes, to show yes. their yes. compassion. You're, saying. you're talking about the the imperialists, and that's what fucking, I was kind of saying. You're talking about the top. You're it talking can about look. The, Beautiful yes. and amazing and the sound Davos great crowd. and be great, Davos, whatever, but it can everything can, everything has its polar Every, in this realm. Everything has a value, and when you value a person, polar. somebody who's homeless is worthless, and He's someone who's man. a billionaire in China can be taken down. And just look at Jack Ma, the yep. owner of Alibaba, the founder of PayPal, along with Musk. You know um, that guy disappeared. Nobody's seen or heard shit from that guy in a couple of months or four months. Yeah. Why? Because yeah. he started getting high on his horse and started saying stuff against the ones that ruled his country. And that's right. where we can't get to. 
And that's what they're trying to implement throughout yes, the year. Trying to do that. Absolutely. Since 9-11, right. dude, they've been trying to do that with Homeland Security and, and all since that. Since well, before. They've been, been doing that forever. It's like you know? a slow, fast and, rollout, and right? After 9-11. Like, they're boiling the frogs. Like, no, the listen, guys. What you guys need to you guys need to understand that that it didn't just start. This happened. This has been going on forever, and this is the seventh yeah, cycle. Since the beginning, this yes. has been going on for since the human race came to this planet, yeah. and it's just a cycle that keeps repeating itself. And yep. we change we change things slightly so that we have a different yep. experience, but it's really the same thing that's happening. Exists, and that's the, the what we really need to do is stop buying into the reality that they're selling, and start saying yeah. no. No. Yes. Because when we all do that, they all right. they back off. And you guys don't realize the power that you have uh, and the collective power right. that you guys have. You don't even have to start a war and go and go physical. Mm -mm. All you have to do is say no. What are they going to do? Yeah. The only yep. thing they can do, they'll beat you over the head, put you in chains, put you in jail, yep. and even then that. they're going to release you. They're going to get out of jail. Yeah. Yep. In, in the grand scheme of things, we see videos, and yes, that's happening. Like it's truly happening. Because that's only one or two people are but, standing up. You know what? If I'm absolutely a boot boot virgin, everybody, I ain't had any of that shit. No, me neither. And I don't, wear, get my I don't wear masks when I go into stores. Neither do I. Although there's, you know, yeah, ninety percent of the people or ninety-five percent of the people are wearing them. Sometimes, and I'm sorry if it scares you, but I, right? I study a little bit more than most of you do about how psyops work and how, you know, really how this, how they can throw all this shit at us to yep. basically demoralize us right? and basically make us their slaves, and which like we don't want to allow. We right. don't want to allow that. I mean, and that's just it. It's finding that balance in that, right? Okay, so now I have something in my pocket at all times. If they're absolutely not going to let me purchase my purchase and it's a necessary purchase, I got that thing that I got to do, okay? But no, I don't I don't go into these places. And, and trust me, especially when I was going to restaurants to pick up orders or whatever, and, and, and you know, I, it, it can be uncomfortable. You got everyone just kind of looking at you like, how dare you, right? But you've got to keep reminding yourself, well, I placed my order ahead of time so I could just pick up my order so that if you had a problem with it, you wouldn't have to deal with it. But guess what? <laughs> you do. So do it, right? And it, 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 it's, it's bringing yourself to that place where you're comfortable being you because you know, like knowing, okay, I'm not hurting anyone, right? I know they want me to believe I am because I went and sneezed or coughed or whatever that I've been doing for my 44 fucking years. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't mean, know really, how. I mean, sick. Quite frequently, even right. Real. So I mean, and, and all of a sudden, I'm, now I'm going to kill my grandma. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Hang on now. You're going to kill Actually, your grandma. It's, it's to protect the kids. Like, why are they? Even and let me tell you something. Why are they even protecting tobacco <laughs> right. and alcohol? Yeah. Why, why, why are we? Why are we talking about this? Because like, this, well, this, this when it comes to my grandma, the whole friend. grandma phase that I have hold to say. On, hold on, I know. Yes. Sorry, but yeah. You got to be careful because this topic uh, took my one of my problems uh, down. So there, there is alcohol, tobacco, and firearms right now. We're bringing it to another topic that can fuck us over too. So we're just yeah, going to move quickly. My right to a moment. My right to a moment. My grandma stopped trusting anybody was in '93 with with the Branch Davidians. Because I saw yeah. the video, the VHS yeah. tape yeah. of fire coming out of the front of that fucking tank. They put that place on fire and they killed 32 yes. men, yep. women, and children. At that point, I lost any and all trust. And at that point, I started digging into JFK and I found out a whole lot more shit. And right? after yep. Um, yep. Trump actually well, released documents you know that showed the interaction between the CIA, the mob, and the fucking government yeah. that didn't want 
Kennedy doing well, this. There are too many correlations to say about that, right? Yeah, about the JFK and, thing. Here's the curious thing about that. Um, mm-hmm. George Bush Sr. Uh, said he was in he was in <laughs> Dallas or in Texas, but he couldn't verify his whereabouts oh, when all of this stuff it's went funny. on. To the, he yeah. took it to his Everybody grave. Everybody remembers where they yeah. were when they heard the news. I Except remember him. where I was right. when I heard about 9-11. Well, and then... 9-11? He was in front of the fucking police yeah. coordinating, uh, changing the bodies because they had killed the police mm-hmm. officer just looked at the president earlier that morning to make sure. He was coordinating along with the, the hospital to make sure that the autopsy didn't go correctly. He was the head of the CIA right. in in that area running the Dallas right. police. And and after all that happened, he became the director of the CIA and only retired as the director of the CIA when uh, Reagan offered him the job to be the vice president and eventually he became the president. Yep. And what was the very first thing he signed into law after swearing himself in as president? Do you remember? Oh, the, uh, no. um, let me tell you. It was it was he changed the law and made it illegal for the CIA to assassinate the head of any country without the direct permission of the president of the United States. Because he knew that he already did that. Because he knew they already did it. He was a part of it. He was a part of it. So he wanted to make sure they couldn't kill him off. Yeah. I'm gonna make sure you can't do that to me now. That's right. You can't do it to any of us. Look. I used to think about uh, directed energy weapons or then we got the, the towers, yeah. the, the communication towers of the five and the, the generational thing uh, and how they can focus those on the resonance of our body. But now we're yeah. finding out that there are micro dot darts that they can actually shoot from a sniper rifle from like miles away that gives you a stroke or a heart attack on that instant. And if they want you gone, you will be gone. Didn't they show that they had bullets? Uh, they made actual bullets that shot, or a gun that shot these bullets that were ice. So when they hit you, ice. they would poison yeah. you, and they'd give you, they'd give you. And this was back in the what, the late early seventies, where they the sixties. I was going to say late sixties. Yes, the ice a tiny little pinhole, but it would it would show that you had a heart attack. I mean, this is yeah. this is all documented. Yep. You can watch all this. Um, which is why I was. And yeah, I mean, they, and that's that's a long time ago. I mean, look at what Julian mm-hmm. Assange already already revealed. Right, think they, about you don't the think that they've refined that shit up, since then, well, right? Right, Mike. I mean, how far have they like, come like, from that? The whole propaganda yeah. of safe your grandma i mean like really my grandma being alive at this time and day and trust me she only died just a few years ago and it broke my heart it was sad and well, i'm holding point my is, thought the point is somebody's going back somewhere. well yes i'm going back becoming because i'm coming through bring it back that's through. the whole thing falling for these certain things these certain taglines you've really got to be able to bring yourself into your own balance because the second they said that i couldn't help but think about my grandma be going through right now she had alzheimer already was having a hard time because she was on dialysis she are you fucking kidding me are you fucking? I'm supposed to worry about a mask? Is that's what would bother her? I don't fucking think so. Yeah, you know well, what I'm saying? Know, it's video, about really check this out in that video that that I sent you guys. The doctor explains what the masks are, and I, I started laughing because it's so true. The doctor says the masks that they have you wear, that the doctors and nurses wear, mm-hmm. those things were never designed to filter anything out. They're splash no, guards so they don't get blood into the fucking yeah. yeah. Right. And so that if something happens and they get sprayed with blood, it doesn't get in their mouth or nose. And then they wear goggles, but can't get in their eyes. So they do that so they don't catch anything from the patient. And then they don't sneeze on the patient, like Mike was saying. Or as you're talking, sometimes spit flies and you don't know it. And it can go into their wound and it could cause them to die. 
right? Yeah. End up, when you close them up, they got bacteria in there now. And they so can what happens it. whenever you uh, find a scissor or a scalpel that was left after surgery that oh, that happens mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. They go back to the ret- to the X-ray yeah. and they find out that oops, they left something inside of you yeah. during surgery. Right. right. Mm-hmm. That happened yeah. to my first wife. That's no joke. She didn't. She went in to get a, a, a hysterectomy. She went in to get that, and when they when they pulled out all the packing, they found an extra one that was already in her, and that looked like it had been there for ten or twelve years or more. Right. So that after yeah. she yeah. came out, after she came uh, to, the doctors asked her how long ago was her uh, surgery that she had, and she said, "I just had the surgery now." And they and they said, "No, you've you've had surgery on your female parts before." She goes, "I have never." had surgery on my female parts. Oh shit. So at some point in her life something happened to her and she has does not have the memory of having surgery but they found a a uh, packing gauze that they put yeah. in the body oh. where they count them. They know exactly we're going to use wow. eight. Yeah. And then they, yeah. they count them. Mm-hmm. So they pull them out. Did we find all of them? That way they don't leave shit inside of you. They found right. another one and it and it was nasty. Wow. It had been sitting in there for a while. They said to oh. her you had surgery at some point in your life and you just don't know it. Wow, now, how much toxicity did that cause, dude? Oh well, my see, god! That's, well, that's we we it. believe it, that's it. what caused her to have the problem to end up having to get a yeah. hysterectomy to begin in the first with. place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had a tubalization. I worry about that sometimes. I'm in like yeah, menopause already at 44, and so you know sometimes I got to wonder: was that simple little procedure though? They didn't remove anything. I mean, right? My my current right? wife th- <laughs> has that as well. She she can't get pregnant because of all the problems that she has, and we're like. Wow. What happened there, you know? And the doctors are like, uh, well, uh, we're not quite sure. We just know that you have like fibromyalgia and a bunch of other stuff down there. Yeah, yeah, the fibromyalgia afterwards and all this. Well, I'm going to creep you out a little bit further. You know, there was, uh, I'm going to go back to Joe Sanchez because I wanted to go back in. How he talked about in um, how you can speed cars up. That's which kind of really was weird because at the time he found out Paul Walker was running into cars or a tree. And he was about, wasn't he about, and I don't know this for sure. I've only he heard was, it online, though, going so out. I don't know the source, but he was studying or or investigating and about to make a documentary on child trafficking and <coughs> sex well, because trafficking. Because he's from Hollywood, uh, Hollywood right? No, he he disappeared? He was... Imagine that, about to expose yeah, everybody. Cool and know, he uh, what's Petra Bedingfield? Yeah. Um, think about all the other actors, like all the other yeah, actors and musicians. Well, now, okay, check this out. When I found out the beginning, listen listen to this, guys. Check this out, okay? So, Emery Smith, I don't know if you guys know who he is. Emery Smith is an insider. He's an insider that was, uh, if you listen to um, Wilcock for 10 years, 20 years ago, and up until about uh, six years ago, the guy that he called Paul, who was his insider uh, in the government, is is, uh, Emery Smith. Okay, so Emory yeah. Smith said that one of the, the attempts on his life that they that they took, he was driving and it was on a, a, a kind of a windy road, but it was a little busy and it was one of those one lane coming, one lane going. And he went, he goes around this corner, and of course the mountain is on his right, so he has nowhere to go. He goes around this corner and a car coming towards him. He looked up and saw the guy in the car coming towards him. And when the guy's eyes met his, he realized that that guy was not actually in control of himself. They took control of that guy's mind and swerved the car at the last second to hit Emery Smith head on. And it almost killed him. Well, they do have that. um, 
What, what did they okay, call it? So God to bring voice to skull, or voice voice to skull, skull, voice to skull technology. Right. So you never so, know. So, so they almost killed him yeah. because of it. And when they asked the guy, the driver, he had no recollection of the accident whatsoever. Right. And so, they, of course, they said, well, it was because he hit his head and he was unconscious. So because he was knocked out, he doesn't remember the accident. But Emory Smith was like, no, that guy was not in control of himself. Yeah. Okay. Well, because and, you can kind of tell that. someone, right? In their eyes. Right. But, yeah. but, my, but my point is, my point is uh, to that, that it, that it is kind of scary when you think about that they have that technology. Yes, they do. Uh, uh, to do something like that. And they're and trying to I feed that, that to people with autism but, right now. But yeah, I see that happen in nature. And I've noticed that. And this is where I'm going with that point. And this is, has to do with whether or not you're paying attention. Uh, not right. to what I'm saying, but to the reality of the world while it's happening. Uh, is that there are certain laws that govern so you have certain um, um, percentages of things that will happen. For instance, right. yes, yes. For There's instance, always it, it, yes. yeah. Always. So, for instance, everywhere I don't care where you live, on the world in the world, I don't care if you live in a town of four people. I don't care if you live in a metropolis of a hundred million people. Right. Every single year, ten percent of the population is going to claim they got bit by a dog, and report it. By a dog. By a dog. It is the law of averages. People get 10% of the population of every place on the planet report being bit by a dog every single year. Okay, so there's certain things that that God rolled the dice with yeah. the universe and gave us certain things that happen uh, when the, the when the when the things are right. And you, there's a possibility, probability when our vibrations in that place, dude. If you're okay, so for instance, here's another for instance: when you're driving, yeah. right? When you're driving down the road. Many times when yeah. accidents happen, people go, I have no idea what was going on. I was just driving along. And then all of a sudden, everybody in front of me stopped. Okay. So what happens, yeah. and I've had this happen to me, and I've seen it happen to other people. What has happened is while you're driving, first of all, they'll tell you you have to be careful because just driving on the road with that constant road and the, and the little dots and, and yeah. whatever, mark, that can hypnotize you. So people get driving yes. and you get going yeah. and all of a sudden you check out. You're like, well, actually, yep. they, they pass on the same. Sorry, you guys are both talking at the same time. Mike, you go first and then Aaron, you go. I was uh, driving at 16 international highways and everything else. And, and I found a little article that told me that they actually passed a law mandating that you cannot maintain the same distance among those stripes in the middle. Because in the late 50s and 60s, they found that at a certain speed and the distance of the stripes, that actually triggered epileptic effects in the brain. So you have to make sure that I remember being young and like looking for that. The trees, the lines, that was something that just totally like intrigued me as a as a kid growing up. No, that was one of those things. And I think it's because, yes, it does kind of trance you out a little bit, right? Like it gets you into this pattern of things but as an adult and driving i also kind of found that i i would get myself stuck in certain patterns especially at night yeah i don't have the best Andy eyesight I've had glasses a long time. God, the point, the point is, is that yes when i'm going and i like i'm trying to follow a line and then all of a sudden you get like construction right so now you've got like all these lights trying to show you what you're supposed to do but like like on you now you just went from darkness into all this light and you're going uh and you're trying to just follow your you can find yourself in some serious problems right but yes that repetitive those 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 things that they do they i swear to god they do them in a way to yes help but like inadvertently 
trigger certain things so that certain things will just continue to happen, right? Like they're going to happen anyway. We're all in. Well, a some of this, see, this thing, my but... point is a lot of this, a lot of this isn't planned by any nefarious um, creature. A lot mm. of what happens is just the law of averages. Well, and and like, just... for instance, let me finish the story that I was, uh, that I was uh, uh, giving you the example of, I was driving along one day and I was getting off of work. So you, I was a little tired, right? You're a little bit groggy. You're on your way home. Right. Yeah. I'm listening to music and I'm driving and I, and I realize when I pull up to this four way stop and it's a stop sign and it's in the city of Berkeley. Right. And I'm sitting there and I'm trying to go through and there's a lot of cars. It's rush hour. So you're going eh, and you pull forward a little right. bit, oh, one more step, one more step and I'll eventually get there. So I get to the point where I'm next and I start to go and I realize that there's a person that just started walking across the street. So if I start to go. I'm going to have right. to stop in the middle of the intersection because this person's walking across the street. Right. right? Yeah. So I pulled out just a little bit into the intersection and went, oh, crap. And I hit the brakes. Right. The guy behind so now, you slammed into you thinking no. that you were going to continue accelerating. No, no, no. He actually stopped. He almost did. And then he honked at me. Right. right? And what, what the happened was the guy on the left, the woman coming this way, going crosswise, she started to go and she wasn't even seeing me. Yeah. When I looked at her, she's about to T-bone me, and she, in her mind, I am not even there. I can see right. that in her eyes. And I looked yep. her right in the eye, and I said out loud, see me. And when I Yo, did, I watched her up. eyes focus. Yeah. She all of a sudden went, yep. as I clobber yep. my keyboard. She goes, oh, and sees right me, there. and slams on the brakes. See right? me. That yep. works. That actually does. So yes, many times in accidents, people didn't actually. I felt like I was invisible. Yeah. So many times because to yeah. them, you are. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Well, yeah. She was checked out. She checked out and didn't know it. And she was on autopilot. And she was about to broadside me. But when she I looked her in the eyes, I said, see me. Yeah. Yeah. She came to, slammed on her brakes, and I couldn't have put a piece of paper between her bumper and my side of my car. And she was like, oh, my God, I didn't see you. She said that to me. And I could tell that because she was that close to me. Right. Yeah. And, and everybody was like honking. And I was like, does anyone else see this old woman that's walking across the street or am I high? Right. Nobody right. saw right. her at all. Right. And no, no one saw her until I pointed her out. What they needed. Once I pointed yep. out, look, I pointed to the old woman. The girl in the car next to me looked over, saw her. The guy behind me went. Oh, and then he was like, he looked. At, I looked in the mirror, and he was all sorry because he, no one right. saw that woman. Which Had was the I whole not point saw her, I would have killed that her. Ran her over. They kind of put those little things in our, our in our way. They distract us so much. It's so easy to get lost or focused in. You know what I mean? For me, I'm slightly night blind, so I'm definitely I'm I'm watching my lines. I'm trying to make sure I'm in my lane. I'm like, you know, I'm focused, but I'm, I'm you know, I know I need to pay attention to certain things. So when you got sudden things coming at you, that you know. Especially because I'm in Utah, and dude, I tell you what, I don't, I don't fucking know, dude. I don't know that they've ever had a finished road here. <laughs> anyway, the point <laughs> is, is that you know you get these sudden things coming at you, right? When you're in, you're in your zone, like so you're crazy. trying to like, okay, I gotta watch my lines, but I gotta, but this, oh my god, and this thing's like, what am I seeing? What, what am I going the right way? You know what I mean? Like, it feels you know, like I can, I can relate to you from the other side because mm -hmm. <clears throat> I learned to drive in Mexico City. At that mm -hmm. time, it was the biggest city in the world with some serious fucking traffic. Right. So what I was taught from a very York. early age yeah. is it doesn't matter how you drive. You got to watch everybody yeah. else because yes. yep. everybody else yep. is an idiot and you got to read their mind. 
Yep. You've mm-hmm. got to find out how mm-hmm. they're going, where they're going, where their wheels are, if they're going into you or not. And yep. so your head is on a Didn't swivel my late 100% mm-hmm. of the time. When yep. I drive in the U.S., people don't have their head on a swivel. I'm right. in my lane. Everything's okay. If anybody mm-hmm. comes in, it's their fault and their insurance is going to pay for it. Right. Well, see, I'm and, and stay this in is my the thing. lane. I, I, I'm okay as long as I stay in my lane. Yes. Now, see, and, and then I've the seen thing, these people like- stay behind a stalled car for half an hour in front of a green light because they wouldn't go out of their yeah. lane. I got a right? funny story. I got a funny story for that. Check I've this out. I got, I got a but, funny story yeah. for that. I'm driving home one day. This is a true story, but it sounds made up, right? Mm-hmm. But Mike, you just said that. You, I sort of triggered my memory. I'm driving along, and um, uh, there's two main arteries in the town that I was living in, and those were the, you know, those were the ones that you have a stoplight like every freaking uh, block, right? Every city block. So there was a neighborhood that skinned through, but in between where it was housing track, and there was a road there that goes through there, and everybody who lives in that city basically knows you can get from one part of town to the other part of town without going on those two main arteries and right. still you know, and still get there actually quicker because now Backwards. you only got stop signs right? right so i'm driving that way and i'm just cru- cruising and i realize that there's two minivans in front of me and apparently the minivans are are pa- they're both packed with women and they're together and they're all laughing and having fun right and i could tell that it's like four generations of people and they're on their way either to a store or to the house where they're going to go all together as a family and it's just the women so they must have left the men somewhere and they all headed out to do something they're having a good time right and they're laughing and as we're driving the road is kind of weaves like this and there's periodic stop signs and we come up to this one where it kind of weaves to the right and there's a stop sign right and uh, and there's a a, a just a T going to the left. So the stop sign's only there to go straight or the people to come into that street and go this way or this way, not to the right. And um, they're driving along and they pull up and they pull up behind this car that's at the stop sign. And they're sitting there and I'm waiting and I, I look and, I, and they start yelling and honking the horn and they're yelling at the, at the guy to go through the stop sign. And I'm watching this and I wait about 30 seconds and then I think, well, maybe I should tell them. So I roll my window down the passenger side and I go around them and I get right in between the two cars so they can all hear me. And I say, right. hey, you guys can honk at that car all day, but it's not going to move. It's parked. Right. It's they, parked. Had, they had moved over so much while they were driving that they pulled up behind a parked car. And uh-huh. the stop sign. And I've actually just seen that. But they were in the lane. That guy anyway, was here's wrong. The kicker. Here's the kicker. The owner of the car was standing in his window with the curtains open, eating a cheese sandwich. I could tell that because I was able to look just at him long enough. And he's eating the cheese right? sandwich and he's looking out his window like, what the fuck is going on out here? And then when I yell that, he hears it. He looks at me. I look at him. He starts smiling. He gives me the thumbs up. I wave. Boop, boop, and I drive away. <laughs> hey, dumbasses. You got into the parking lane. You got into the parking lane. They're like, well, come right? on, go. Burm, burm, burm. The car's probably been sitting there since eight o'clock this morning <laughs> people are, are See, i think there, that they're... like i said i think that there's those inadvertent little things that kind of us to distraction we can learn how to drive we can learn all the rules and we follow the rules but you can get lost in those rules you can learn to drive by just driving the car and you get so stuck in that instinct that you're not paying to just certain rules you can it really is like just finding how you work and truly working with yourself being aware of your surroundings without giving it too much credence, but giving, you know, being aware of what's around well, you. Drive, you and especially when you're driving, which, I mean, like I said, I just started driving until I was in like 22, 23. 
Okay. Didn't get my license. Oh shit! Seriously? I started driving since I was eleven. I I was a chicken shit. I mean, once I could reach the pedals, I was driving. Yeah. Well, see, I learned how to ride a motorcycle before I learned how to drive a car. Although when when I was little, my father used to put me on his lap and let me steer. But when I was actually driving the vehicle myself, I was eight years old the first time I did that. Uh, and that was on a motorcycle. And the first time I drove a vehicle, I think I was 10 or 11, like Mike said. Uh, yeah. I was drove my dad's van. I See, think it was 11. My dad so. gave me the wheels in a rural area. I some on the lap. Stick shift. But we interrupted but, Norma, so I apologize, Norma. Go ahead. Well, no, just yeah, that sorry, first time I ahead. actually drove, like, you know, I was in charge of a vehicle. And I realized that my instinct was to go like this when I'm. Oh yeah, you do that. You know what I mean? You gotta watch for that. Yeah. When 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 I Everyone realize kind of I'm like beyond beyond, you know what I mean? And I find myself in like little troublesome situations. <laughs> oh my god! So really, yeah, I I was more afraid of just you know more other people driving, right? Because I know that even I know where to keep my control. Don't go after the drink if it spilled. Just keep driving. I you know what I mean? Like I'll find my spots and I'll be okay, being aware of what happened. But. Other people are not necessarily aware of the fact that I just looked down at my drink falling before I looked back up, right? Right, right. So it was, I always had this certain, like, fear. I want to answer her question. Being or in she charge said, of my, my car. son says minivans are evil. I love minivans. Dude. You know, I yeah. couldn't stand it. I have a minivan. When I was younger, because <laughs> I no, drive a minivan right cool. now. My last oh, three dude, vehicles we were minivans. We went on a tr- uh, road trip for three months. It was awesome. Four months? Four, five Three or four months, months yeah. in an Astro van, dude. And it was... It was, amazing, so awesome, that, that it was really so awesome. It was so awesome to cruise in. It was great. I like too. what and Linda then said. You had You had this up from Linda earlier. I want to put that back up because uh, I have a story to that too, right? Oh, um, dude, I do too. It actually happened oh, to me. Right? So, okay, so I'll go first, then Mike, then Aaron. Okay, let's do this. Let's go around the stories. I'll do mine really fast. When I was younger, I was yeah. in my early 20s. Um, well, a bunch of us uh, guys that worked together at a movie theater, we would always hang out together and party together. And we're all about movies and doing stuff. So we all decided we wanted to go to uh, to uh, uh, Pier 39 in San Francisco. So, of course, we were high as fuck. We all got way wasted out of our, our minds. And we went to the zoo first. And then we the zoo kind of sucked. It was a cold day, so we said, let's go to Pier 39. So we're on our way driving through yeah. San Francisco, the city, not on a highway. We're driving down the streets now, and we're coming back from the zoo. And if you've ever done that, you know that's like 100 city blocks, but it's still a badass drive, right? So we're driving along, <laughs> and we get way down into the Tenderloin, right? And we're heading down to the you know, down to the wharf. And uh, my brother's in a car in front of us with a buddy of ours. And there's three or four of them in there. And we're driving along, and they were they were in a Mustang a 67 Mustang. So of course they were kicking ass and driving away from us. And we were in this little jalopy, but we pull up and as we're driving down this long street, we realize that they're sitting at this, at this stoplight and we, we pull up and the stoplight's green and they're they're just sitting there. Right. So we pull up, we pull up next to them. And I said, Hey, what are you guys doing, man? Are you guys at a stop sign or something? And they're like, what? And I said, you do realize you've just sat through two green lights, right? I think we're parked, man. <laughs> Sounds like a Cheech and Chong story, no, right? Dude, right? right? We're exactly. Waiting, we're waiting for the post to turn green. Wait, the post is supposed to turn green, right? So I'm like, what are you at a stop sign? You're at a stoplight, and it was green, and people are honking at it. I'm going around. They're going, "Hey, screw you! What's your problem, dude?" <laughs> That's, that's a so light. Now, I'm actually stopped at a stop sign, thinking it was a light, and waiting for the light. That was on pot. 
one time uh, that's what she said a, in the in the message people that are high is waiting for the stop sign to turn green <laughs> no the worst is this there was one time that i was on another uh substance that i choose not to mention uh to where i actually stopped about 50 feet before the stop sign because when i saw saw oh, the God. stop sign, i already stopped and then my friend is sitting in a passenger seat learn leans over and says are you okay and i'm like Oh, fuck. Yeah, the stop sign's up there, not here. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and I accelerated and got to the actual fucking stop sign. So the I, instant that I saw it, I braked and I wasn't anywhere fucking near it. And therein lies a problem. Good thing it was a night and nobody around and fucking A, I'm not doing that shit again. Right. I've never actually driven while I was high. I've been in vehicles while I've been high, but I didn't actually drive myself. And, and I, I, I'm not sure that I would. I mean, I've driven when I'm drunk. And being high is, unless it's a mild high, um, is not something that I would want to do while driving, right? So I don't, I don't fault people for like even here in the state, it's illegal to drink and drive, but drinking is legal. It's illegal to be high on pot and drive, but pot's legal, right? And I, I kind of right. get that because it, you know, because you can get really, really screwed up high and not realize it at first because you're screwed up high, <laughs> right? So I oh, haven't been brave enough to try that. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. There's times you know when I'm mean? like. Sometimes yes, and then there's other times where I'm like, oh hell no, I am not right? getting behind the wheel right now. Not, that's what I'm I saying. Fucking so, seeing green gremlins so in the high, fucking corner, no dude. No way, like <laughs> like edibles in Vegas, man. Oh my god, took right? some edibles and they were high potency, and whoa, I'm like no, and I could, t- I could. That's the cool thing when you're high, you're not, you're not violent. You're eating, no. or you're and you know, and you're not watching actually some movie. If you're on right, coke, it's you're not as much speeding. Like you're not speeding when you're high. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're slowing things down, which you're going like 50 yeah, on the We're going 40 and a 60 because why the fuck not? Life right? is right. But right. on the other side of that, though, if you're on, you know, I think you know, I'm only going 35. Yeah, on the other side of that, if you're being realistic right now, if you're wired, you're driving like a maniac, right? Those guys are like, right. get there. No, we should have been there already. You know what I mean? Dude flies by me. Yeah. I'm like, okay, he's either just like that, or that dude is is stacked up on some speed of some kind. Yep. <laughs> right. Because right? otherwise, you're right. You're just like, uh, speed limit 65. I don't feel like going that fast, bro. I think we'll do 55. What do you think? Yeah, that sounds like I'm going to make sure that I, mean, I go. Uh, in, in Dallas, no in Dallas if it's 65, 65, we're going 80. That's Dallas. I went to Denver with a friend of mine, and then all of a sudden, in a 60 mile an hour area, people were going 50, 55. I was going fucking nuts. I couldn't right. handle that shit at fucking all. I would accelerate up to people going 80 and swerve around them just to get a fucking thrill because 50. Fuck me. No way. You know what I do when people do that to me? You might, you know, honestly, you know what I do? I laugh when somebody comes flying up on me and they're making the point to get up on my bumper on purpose because, hey, motherfucker, you're in my way. You should move. No, no, like, I didn't do that. I and didn't then they swerve so around can, me. I'm like, yeah, I'm no, not moving just, out of the way. But no, then they, they, go around they were in the you. white lane. They were in the right lane. I would have speed up to them just to get a fucking thrill because everybody going 50 was so goddamn boring. You know, I was used to, well, to Dallas. So, when someone just, does that to me, I just smile and laugh because I'm like, here's the karmic wheel that's uh, about that. And I and I is you're going to run into somebody just like you and you're going to be pissed off in a minute. And I think that's hilarious yeah. when it happens when you watch somebody. I, I've had somebody do that to me and, and, and I went around me. Right. Here's an example. I was driving my work truck with my boss and it was uh, it was flooding. Right. So we're we're outside of our work area and we're actually helping the city 
because they were flooding as well. We had our entire area taken care of, but their area being flooding was also going to overflow into flood to us. So we were helping the city to relieve some of their stuff. And what happens is all the leaves and shit get in the gutters and they get clogged up. And the next thing you know, a, a place uh, floods. So this happened on a street. There was one lane coming, one lane going. That was a, it was a, a quick right-hand 90-degree turn. And people would come around the corner and not realize that it was flooded right there, and they would run straight into the water. So you had to drive in the center of the of the road because that's the highest point uh, yeah. of, of every road because they're always tapered one percent grade going in both directions. So we're coming back, and we're and we were uh, passing that place because we had cleared it out, but it was still flooded, but it was not as bad as it was. And so as we're driving back, this woman is driving towards me, and she gets pissed off because I'm in the middle of the road. And she's honking at me and flipping me off out the window. So I pull over and the water, of course, is spraying. I pull over out of the way she, and, and I slow down and she drives by and she's looking at me and I look at her and she's flipping me off. Right. And she goes sailing straight into the water and her car dies. <laughs> and I roll my window down. Oh, I honk my horn. I stick my head out the window. I laugh my ass off. I flip her off and I drive away and leave her stuck in the water. Yep. Oh, my dude. boss says, Sir, my boss says dude, you know, we can that. get in trouble for that if somebody turns us in. And I said, yeah. we were never here, and this never happened. Dude. And she said, You're absolutely right. <laughs> Go ahead, Aaron. I'm sorry. You know those times, you know those times when you, you always want it to happen, but it never does when you're on the road. I don't know where and the hell, hell we got into traffic person. traffic stories. But anyway, when you're on the road <laughs> yeah, and somebody cuts you off pretty bad, right? Yeah. Cut you off, and, and you're like, God, I wish there was a fucking cop there right now because that no, was where I was going with that. Dude. That's why I started with that. That guy needs exactly that. that. Karma. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I never expect a cop because I grew yeah. up on my dad. My dad would, and this was something extremely irritating. Pissed my mom off the entire time, but I learned it. And at some point, yeah, it kind of pissed me off, but I understood the, the fucking mentality, especially now that I'm older. Somebody would cut off my dad. He would tail him the entire fucking time. Keep cutting them off and everything oh, else. Yeah, he, he would make that fucking car stop and make that motherfucker apologize for cutting his ass off and no. Otherwise, he'd be going to the hospital. <laughs> One of the two fucking options. My father was like my Somebody somebody mentioned that they're not they're not uh, pissed off in traffic. My kids have trauma of how much I scream at traffic while I was taking them to school. Just to give you an See, idea. I, my there father was, was like that. In a, he would use things. like a motherfucker. Right? Yeah, I don't have. I don't have that at all. It doesn't bother me. I have none. Yeah. I have. When I'm driving, yes, I have. Driving I'm, in Mexico City, man. If, if you let everybody pass, you won't get fucking anywhere. You got to get in there, man. You got to get the fuck in yep. there. Fuck you. It's my you turn. The Vegas Strip. That's the closest I've seen to it. And yeah. But see, you know what? In, you in don't truth, get in there. You're done. You can still. You can still do that without having to be a predator. You don't have to be a dick right, to right, do it. Right. I do that all the time, and I yeah. get in there and I do it's all that stuff. Patience, but I, I'm not I have flow. no road rage. I don't yeah. yell at anybody. Uh, I, and rarely, if I usually right. if I flip somebody off, it's because the, the, I'm just being an asshole now. Because like one guy had, who's OCD and the light would turn green. If I didn't step on the gas, this is no joke. He did this to me at three stop signs. If I didn't step on the gas within two seconds, he was honking his horn. Mm. So I, at first, I thought, "What the fuck is this guy's problem?" And then I started thinking, "Well, maybe he's actually autistic." And it's bugging him, right? But I can't just let him do this because now he's pissing me off. So, so the, the right. third time that he honked the horn, I didn't move. I put my hand out the window and I flipped him off, and I just sat there yeah, through the I entire green light, through the red light, and through the next entire green light, and through the red light, and then the light turned green, and then I drove. He did not pass me. 
He patiently just sat there and he didn't honk again. And then I drove through and he didn't bother me the rest of the way that he followed me until I got on the freeway. <laughs> and see, right? and I kind of sort of dealt with that with my autistic daughter. I think that's why she kind of gets mad at me sometimes. She's... Well, and then you know, time, because here's the thing. I can totally did. understand where you feel like this and you see this. Yeah. I, I see what you're seeing right now, but that's, that's not what's actually happening right now. And I, I can't. Like I can give you that you're How feeling many of us sad, do that? you're we feeling bad, and you're whatever, but I can't. And that's why we're talking about the Dow. We're talking about the Dow yeah. because that the Dow does help you look at things. Well, and that's, like, that's, you know, wait a minute, yeah, why am I freaking thing. out? Because every time we pulled over, I yep. pulled over for people, dude, that like yep. cut me off when I had my yep. little kids when I was in my twenties. I fucking let them like take like follow me, and I'm like okay, and then till they see my big ass get out of the car, and they're like, oh, yep. they get out of the car, you see like their silhouette in the dark. Mm -hmm. And they're like, they stop, and then they turn around and get back in the car. But really, even what I was doing was ridiculous. Like, I look at it, even the, even the times now. I mean, I can I do it now, where I see somebody, or I'm on the road with somebody, and they're just cutting me off, or I'm getting impatient. <clears throat> and yeah, there's plenty of things that can piss you off in life, but really... Like the Dow says, you you know you don't you don't you don't come at it that way. You right. you look at yourself. Like, what are right. you doing? though? how are you yeah. reacting to it? Yeah. Well, and that goes back to the you know judge not lest you be judged uh, um, uh, philosophy that Jesus taught. And in the Dow, he said the same thing, almost word for yeah. word. You you have to realize that that as soon as you pass judgment on someone else, mm -hmm. you have to realize you're actually passing judgment you on, put something on yourself. Yeah. You, you've right. seen something you'll, inside you'll of you. Understand something yeah. better from their complaint than the person that they're complaining about. Yeah. Um, but about the car yeah. thing, for example, whenever I'm fucking sober, I'm extremely competitive and rushed, and I got to get to where I got to get to. In the mindset of the majority of people that are right. in the program, it's normal. However, after I get the um, the green that calms me down, I am at that point one of the nicest drivers you have ever yep. met. If you're in a rush, go right on by. You want to cut in front yep. of me? I'll slow down. Go ahead. Go for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get to where I'm going to go in the piece of when I'm going to get there, and everybody yep. else will flow at their own pace. But that only yep. happens when I'm calm from the green. Otherwise, Fuck you, get out of my way, you asshole. I'm going right. to get you back. Oh, see, right. that's, that's why, yeah. Yeah, I'm, definitely. That's I'm why I said those natural medicines, those natural herbs, and seeing how you work, like how you really work and what you, what you really need is really like, you know, your, your ultimate, like, really knowing your body. Being your peaceful universe, at all times. Like, not letting, that's my goal is to not yeah. let any of that. And I, no, don't let anything it's trigger you. Uh, you know, that was a hard thing. So everything well. triggers me. I'm one seriously triggered motherfucker. I mean, everything fucking triggers me. Nobody right. Well, see, but you know that it does. <laughs> you know that it does. So you have a choice. Even triggers are a choice. Right. Right. Even yeah. you have to realize well, that I, I usually try to avoid those conversations, which is why I like these elevated conversations with you guys, because right. I don't get triggered as much. Unless right? you go down the cosmopolitan road. Yeah. Right. right? <laughs> I right? take triggers right. as that point where I go, okay, hang on. If I don't want to feel like this, right? I mean, and it depends on her, right? Sometimes I'm triggered just be, <laughs> but if I'm being triggered in a certain way, I'm going, who? That just tells me, okay, hang on. What's going on in me right now? That's like so there buggy. You, you know what I mean? Even when it Most comes down to um, consciousness, so congratulations, and I can be, overdo it, but I will never give any behavior an excuse to anything outside of me any way i'm behaving you, yes even if even i have got some mind. sort of substance enhancing or bringing me to some space i'm acting 
a certain way because it is in me and nothing has an excuse to, you know what I mean? Like if I don't want to behave that way, I now need to look at, okay, hang on. If I can actually still act this way, no matter the reason, no matter what's happening, if I'm behaving like this in any way, any shape, any form at any time, I'm obviously neglecting some piece in myself that needs something. Right. Well, and you see, that's perfect that you say that because that goes, like Aaron said, it's right in with the Tao. What, what we have to do is is become more aware, and this is the uh, looking into yourself, you have to become more aware of pre-programmed because you, all your triggers are pre-programmed. Yeah. You yeah. have decided or yeah. someone is telling you that these words mean yeah. you have to get mad and do this. And so, so right. Yeah. right, like with women, with women, you guys have that C word that you tell young women that if anyone calls you this word, you have to become the devil and fucking murder the world over it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, and the, everyone I mean, has them, every race yeah. has them because people call yeah. people things right. like mm-hmm. the N word yeah. for the, for the African Americans, people calling the Irish either bug or, you know, bug Irish or Mick. Um, we call each other mm-hmm. Mick all the time. It's the same call thing as the N word. Right? We call each other Mick, but you can't call me a Mick. The gorillas did and apes. Right? And apes yeah. Yeah. Just like the black people. Right. And the Irish were just as discriminated yeah. against as the yeah. black people. The very, right. very white and the very, very dark. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. so we, you know, so we it's took It's not that. as simple as that. Um, it, it's also well, because actually you got white people that are discriminated against because they ain't got shit. And they're living on the wrong side of the tracks along with the other different toned people. So it's not necessarily yeah. a skin color thing. It's a do no. I trust? No, that's you? my point. And are it's not you going a skin to color. My, living my point is my point is yes. it's not a skin color that everyone has those triggers. They're identical, yes. and no one realizes that because they're all about us. You know, while well, you're you're yeah. prejudiced against my race, and I'm, I'm like everybody's been prejudiced against everybody's but race. Every There's race no race on the face of the them. planet yes. that hasn't been enslaved. There's no race right. on the face of the planet that hasn't enslaved people. There's no race Slaved. on the face of yep. the planet that haven't killed people because of a religion. There's no race on the planet who hasn't been killed because of a religious ideology or a political right. ideology. Right. Okay. So, yep. so people need to yep. get over that. Get over that. Yeah. That's just people victimizing yep. themselves and trying to say, because the victimization excuse. idea is that somebody else is at fault for your life. Yeah. Right. And in reality, yep. your life is a result of your choices. Now, in my particular oh. case, I spent, you know, uh, I just left a two year job during COVID, which is great. I could do it online. But before that, I was unemployed for three. Why? Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, you depend on others and, and everything else in, in the surrounding uh, environment and aspect. Yeah. So you, you have to find a way to to integrate and be um, involved a part in of society. Food. Yep, right. a part of in, in certain levels. Uh, but then again, I'm also learning to start and build your own communities, your personal communities yes. outside of that larger yes. system society and that sort of thing. So um, I lost my Well, you know, and we talked well, we talked about that. That's good. Let's segue with that. But I want to have I, I want to get Aaron's yes. opinion. And then I want to get Norma's opinion on on that, right? Because you and I have been doing most of the talking and we've kind of been interrupting them. So so uh, so but but I wanna I wanna go uh, further with that because um, all of what we're saying is is really basically coming from different angles, showing you the exact same thing yeah. that yeah. that we have to look within ourselves and become more aware of that. That is the way. 
That is the Tao Chi. Yeah. That is the way. Yep. Uh, and that is what that means. And that is the way that every every deity and every and philosophy or philosopher or savior character right. in the history of this planet that we know that we still have has sta- has been right. stating that that very same thing as well. Okay. Yep. So yeah. that's what we're here to talk about. We're kind of we're doing that all this. You know, like you guys were talking about cars and. Dra- Every choice you make is driven by the preconceived notions in your brain. Yes. How you okay, react, so, how yes. you see it, how you yeah. feel about it. Yes. Because you can be hurt about it, but then you, you know, and, and you will. You will because you're fucking human. So if you take something right away instead of like, stop before you react and speak something, some other bullshit and some more hate at people. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Let me try to figure out what they're trying to say. They may not, it may be hitting me in a wrong way. Right. Right. But let me figure out. I may be interpreting it in the wrong way. They might not be right right now. Yeah. Or they might have meant to actually send you a barb and they're fucking assholes, but you got to figure that out and you got to wait the time out because you can't react immediately because that's always going to be wrong. Exactly. Which is why I was trying to say like, you know, the things that I believed as a young kid and used to rebel against, but then as I got older and had my kids of my own, I I fall, I found myself following certain things, right? right? You should know this, you dumb little innocent fuck. No, right. Um, We learned them in certain ways and our parents didn't teach us the right way because they didn't want to some things or they didn't know about others. Right. As we grow up, we could, the thing is we can't talk down to kids and that's one of the big, uh, Big problems. Why? Because when they're kids, they complain about their parents. But when their parents are doing the same fucking thing yeah. that their parents did, they yep. don't learn generationally. And we continue and propagate the problems and, and programming yep. that we receive yep. unless we're actually able to consciously change our behavior and, yep. and perspective on those And that's realities. the thing. I feel like I tried to uh, change certain patterns in my family, certain things I had learned. Now, I didn't do the greatest job. Don't get me wrong. It's taking me having grandkids and even still sometimes I find myself feeling similar sensations, right? That pressure that <gasps> I'm not doing it right. Okay. We're all the, a work yes, in progress. Recognizing it, seeing it and understanding it for what it is. Hang on. I'm letting everything outside of me make me feel like I got to be doing this the right way. Right. Right. As opposed all to you understanding gotta do is love that child. Way. Just love that child. That's all you yes. got to do is just fucking yes. love it. Here, here's a simple thing to remember yep. for everybody. It changes diaper, keep it happy, play with it. That's what love is. You're paying attention. Here's the thing you want to do. Remember this. Remember this, right? And that's all you have to do is just is just remember that there is no right way and there is no wrong way. There just is exactly. the way. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. It is so the way. But my right. children must do, have needed to learn my very young me because I had children starting at 17. I was done at 21. I've I hit early menopause. I'm, I'm I'm done, right? So I was a very, very, very young mother, just coming into myself, going through life's experiences, okay, very thought, emotional, etc. Come on, you can but fire it off here in a second. I'm oh, just saying. Let Leo no, finish. Yes. Leo, you do remember your thought because that's what happens. We cut each other off. Well, no, I was I was trying to be nice. I was trying to be nice, right? Because because we've all been interrupting. Brother, I got so you back, man. I got you say, back. Instead of going, let me finish. Let me finish, right? So I didn't want. To, I didn't want to, but. No, I agree with what she's saying, but you see the the first. I, do, I must be heard. The first, yeah, the first step in avoiding a trap is knowing of its of its existence. So the fact, Norma, that you do know, you already are aware that you have triggers, and some of them you have yeah. to work on, is a good thing because we're all a work yeah. in progress, and none of right. us are perfect, and none of us ever will be. Because right. uh, yeah. Aaron and I were We're talking about this off air prior to going on air, that that uh, 
there's always someone. Here's a, a quote from Merlin, right? He said, there's always someone cleverer than yourself. There's yeah. always somebody Bigger, who is more advanced than you are, and there's yeah. always somebody who's not. This is not the first time that the universe right. has gotten to this point. So there's probably trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions and who knows how many trillions uh, of, of souls that have already been here that are past me and right. you and everybody else. Yeah. So we have to realize that and understand but see, that. those other I souls don't matter. The only thing that matters is us. Wait, say that again? Those other souls really don't matter. Well, the only thing that matters is focusing going on dark for just Amen. a minute. Amen. Right yep, back. you're right too. Going dark for just a minute. I'll still be on, but I'm going dark. All right? <laughs> okay. All those the all the other resonances and all the other people and all the other beings are important and everything else. But the thing is, whenever we focus on them, we end up focusing on the judgment and how they're doing, what they could improve, what they could do different by your perception of what is true and real and what they should be doing. Right. Okay. But the thing is that we should never be plucking the the splinter out of someone's eye when we got a plank in our own. That phrase in and of itself tells us everything. <clears throat> Focus on your own shit. If you see something wrong in somebody else, make sure you're not doing it. Yeah, agree. Don't take right? it out on them. Oh, that guy didn't leave a, a big enough tip. I'm going to bitch at him. No. No. He Let him do him, but yep. say, okay, I judged that guy because he didn't leave a good tip. So I'm yep. going to make sure that I'm going to leave a good tip so that I don't judge myself. Yeah, because judge not lest ye be judged yourself. How right. we judge others is the way we're going to be judged. So if you say that somebody else is going to, oh, he should do this and he should do that and they should do the other thing, are you doing that? Right. Make sure that you are doing the things that you're saying other people should be doing. Right. Uh, why? Because, because otherwise, there's other people saying that about you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's that's so, the main so, that's yeah. the main purpose. Yep. Because they will be saying it about you because there's there's a base programming that leads to that sort of judgmental and, and expectation type attitude. Oh, yep. people should be or should do or I'm used to people doing such and such a thing. Well, that, here's yeah. another example to? of that, Mike, is that I, I walk around, and I carry a satchel with me everywhere I go. A man types. Congratulations, right. you bitch. Yeah. In, inside inside my satchel is a, is a mini bug out pack, mini bug out gear. Right. Plus, I plus it's my office. So I have paperwork in there. I carry all the information about being my mother's uh, guardian and that I have legal uh, custody of her because if anything happens, I have to have those pieces of paper to show people that it's legit and that somebody else signed it who and, and gave a stamp. Some dude. You got to prove chick. it. Right. And whatever right. instant, and you got to carry right. that shit with you. So I walk around with a satchel. I'm European. You get outside of the United States and you head anywhere in Europe, and men walk around with satchels all over the place. Here, they, they, they here they like to have laptops, and it's okay to have a laptop satchel because you just have a laptop in it, and then people see that and go, "Oh, it's just a laptop." But see, if you carry well, a satchel, uh, people, then people, people say you have a man purse. <laughs> People ask right? me why then, I like wear Mike jackets said, and coach. And right, coach like Mike, you, like you just said, you've got a man purse, right? So, yeah. so people look at me and I, ha you I have take a it off dude. when I'm in the store and I put it in the basket, just like women do with their purses. And I walk around and then I got shit in there. Like I have 
little bags, right? That are folded up in a little teeny thing, and you open it up yeah. and it, whoosh, and it's the size of a big bag. I have like five or six of those, so I recycle and I don't have to use paper or plastic. I have bags nice. that I can take there that are go. small, See? right? And they're in my satchel, and you open it up, and it, it was like, do you remember when we were kids? You had those backpacks that would fold yeah. up mm-hmm. and go into that little thing you could put on your belt. Yes, it's one of those, only it's yeah. it's a bag to put groceries in. And when here, I so when I go to my satchel my, my and I pull that stuff out. When I'm when I'm pulling that stuff out in the store, sometimes there'll be people behind me and they'll look at my satchel and then they look at me and they're like they look at each other and I watch them looking at each other and they're trying to figure out this guy gay, he's got a purse. What's going on? And I and I look at them and I go, it's a satchel. (laughs) Satchel, no, it's it's a magic bag because you're pulling more bags. See, here's the thing to that. Here's the thing to that. Let's break that that down. And I said this to people. Let's break that down. Hold on, I want to tell you. Hold on, before you go on to that tangent, Leo, I just wanted to mention. I carry a purse, but I it's called a jacket. I wear a jacket in spring and fall. People think that why are you wearing that? It's so hot. And I'm like, it's my fucking purse because I got my keys in this pocket. I got my wallet in this pocket. I got documents in this pocket. It's not a jacket, y'all. It's a loincloth. He, he's lying to you. It is a lo- leather loincloth. No, you know they have those. They have those uh, clothing that has extra pockets all over it in the inside. Everything that, that I have has to have pockets. Those are badass. The preppers sh- have those. It's got preppers utility, have those. Those utilitarian fucking Look, purpose to them. That, I am trying. Okay, man. So, always so now, the utilitarian wait, purpose for everything. Let me, I'm that way too. Let, hold on, guys. Hold on. Let me let me ahead, finish ahead, the story now. So, so let's yeah. get to let's get to a purse. All right. Show of hands. Where did that when when was that first used? The word purse. When was that used that gave the 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 idea that women carry a purse? When, when the Egyptians how far back does that go? Slay, uh, uh, we the first time that's eyes like collecting everybody's. Maybe the fifth. It goes so back purse, the, it, purse for the women and the ties for men. And no, that's it how goes, they, the word no, purse. Word purse. Something different than purse. Yes. No, the yes. word purse. Let's like find the, ori- let's find the origin word. Right? Leo, can you do that? Started making that, like, I, I'm about to tell you. Right? But if you want me to bring it up and, yes, and read it yes, to you, yes, I'll read it to you. I'm about yeah. to tell you. The word Please purse do. is uh, go, has go. never been a feminine thing until the 20th century. The word purse was where you kept your money and your coins and your gold. And every single person did that. And it became popular purse, purse when, when, they were, when people were fighting. They would all put money in, and that would and that was called the purse. It's still called that. What or is the, the purse? Kitty, Any right? fights now? The, the money now. that the person yeah. is going to win is still called the purse because before they would take all the money and put it in a coin purse, and somebody would right? be in charge of holding on to that. That would yeah. would then yeah. turn over money to whoever wins. Everywhere. Okay, yeah. so it was called the purse, awesome and then movie. everybody walked around. Remember Captain Jack Sparrow picking up the little thing, and that was a purse. And everybody had one. Yes. All men, yeah. all women carried a purse. And then yes. in the 20th century, make, all of a sudden, men carried a billfold. I, I, I meant mini purses. As far as right? like, people, yeah, you carry a, a billfold or a wallet, and women still carried a purse. And now, if a man picks up something with, I used to have a little a coin purse that, and they were made out of rubber. And your kids, and you squeeze it, and a little lip opens up. And you put your coins yeah. in it. You put it in your pocket. I had right? those. Right. I even so had a George R. Brinks one. So the word purse is like a place where you can put the coins in the back and then it was a ugliest fucking thing I ever saw. Right, but it worked. Kept your coins in. They didn't work. They wouldn't fall out of your pockets. The whole thing was there. You opened it up. You got out what you needed, and you didn't have to reach in your pocket and go wait. I got a diamond. There's something wrong. I got a diamond. It's here. I know it's here. 
Right. You remember when you go to the store and you got that old woman who's paying in cash and she's digging in the bottom of her purse because she wants to get those last three cents pennies right. because it's oh three and she's digging in there. She's pulling well, all exactly. the right. I'd rather going, give oh you that God, three dude. cents than go with your other coinage. Dude, they make like they have a whole thing on TikTok. You all need to get on TikTok, dude. That's oh, you start doing some one minute videos and bring them to like what I'm, you, you know, usually you inspired do. Inspired me to do that, Aaron. I'm going to start doing it. I've been thinking because, hard. Because, dude, there's guys on TikTok really? that go live Seriously. and they're just looking over coins. You just see their hands. Like, yes. yeah, I've wa- I watched some of those guys. Coins. I follow some interesting, of those guys, dude. bro. Yeah. I yeah, follow some of those cool, guys. Man. They go live. I go on there and they're looking through and they're finding that one rare nickel or I'm that one rare penny. Oh, yeah. Thank I've done that. Yep. And that's no joke. I walked yep. into a store one time. I went in to get a pack of cigarettes and I paid with cash and the guy handed me back uh, um, um, these old um, silver dollar coins, one of the older ones, right? I got a 50 cent piece that still had uh, Kennedy on it or still had Johnson before they changed it. That's and then, nice. and then he was giving me, and he handed me back a, a, uh, a $1 silver certificate. I said, how many more of these do you have in the register? Holy shit. And he wow. says, I have 10 Dude. of them. I said, I'll buy them from you. And he said, okay, he didn't realize that that silver certificate wasn't worth $1. They were worth like at the time, $150. I wasn't yeah. telling him. I bought right. them for a dollar. And I said, these coins, and he had silver nickels. They stopped making those in 1943. How many of these nickels uh, do you have in there? Right. And exactly. he says, the guy just paid. He, I have $2 worth. I said, I'll take them. And the guy behind me is going, oh, because he realized. And he's like, ooh, ooh. And he's trying to get in on the, and he's like, shit, this guy's going to buy the gold that I just realized is <laughs> in front of me. And I bought that shit. I turned around and I looked at him and I smiled and gave him the, you know, the eyebrows up and I walked out the door. And that's no joke. Yeah. I got that stuff for, for cost. I used to, when I was working in retail, I told all my cashiers, if you get, if somebody passes some of these things in their silver certificates or gold certificates, I want you to call me over there because I want to explain to them what they're really worth. And if they really don't care, yeah. I'm buying them. <laughs> right? I feel like I, mean, I don't care. It was my yeah. grandfather's. I'm just trying to get rid of it. Dude, this is, this $5 gold. It's worth gold, bro. It's worth gold, real gold. Yeah, you know, so it's worth more than a five dollar. I mean, they made us feel like a nickel. It's, it's certificates a nickel. are being fucked with right now, man. By uh, Jamie things. Diamond I mean, you know, and what who's Jamie, Jamie Diamond? I don't know. Who was he over? He's over a big banking firm. JP Morgan. Ah, shit. JP Morgan. Thank JP you. Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. So those guys got busted like a year back. Actually, I think it was a couple of years ago. And one guy went down because they were messing with the certificates and the value of silver. Like the value of silver is going up. It should be way up. I mean, but yeah. because it's they being manipulated it by the central banks, yeah. that's a problem. So, you know, silver. Well, they do I that with everything. Actual, bro. Give me actual silver, bro. That's what I want. And here's the thing. Silver and gold, like right in my hand that I can hold. But yeah. it's the about uh, Leo's coins because they were actual silver and they're contracted. For example, yes. I tried to get Once gold when I first got they were actual silver and but gold. They were, but they were nuggets and everybody had to test them and everything else. And then they ended up being false and everything else because everybody's, you know, people try and, and rip you off all the time. You can tell so, well, yeah, I mean, you can whenever you've it. got those actual mm-hmm. coins, like, uh, like mm-hmm. Leo was talking okay. about, when you recognize, the, oh, this particular yeah. coin was minted with certain percentage of silver. So it's a lot more worthwhile. People know this. Uh, yeah. It's documented. And so you can go into a place and have a coin and say, this coin yeah. is worth so much. It's not what's written on it. Yes. Whereas yeah. if you go with a piece yeah. of silver, a piece of gold, then they have to weigh it, test it, and all, do all kinds of shit. But it is already have it is not a certificate. It is actual physical silver or gold, which can be used 
for purposes like you and here's it the thing. will actually if you take it to the right place they will weigh it up and they will buy right. it if it's if oh yeah you have, like that's yep. what i'm saying is you may have to go through more of red tape but if you have the actual thing with you and you've saved up on that say you've got a few pounds of gold you know yep. so i'm sure a couple of people do right you can bring that in i tr trust you trust me you go oh yeah that's not right a joke place, as long as you don't melt it down up. As long as yep. you don't smelt it well, yourself, they'll take it, right? Yep. If you smelt exactly. it, they're going to get pissed off because they can't control the quality, so they don't know whether you did it right or not. Right. Exactly. It's about yeah. confidence right. and trust. And right. So when it's minted, yeah. they yes. know what it is. There's a trust factor there. Which is where yeah, right. you go into your stones, right? You, you Simply your minerals and your your crystals. Same thing your, with that. Yeah. Crystal is used in so many things that we use every day. Like, That's why is the crystal... So, I mean, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I mean, let's, 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 let's yeah. just take life the way right it is. What's, what's, what's available to us, what we utilize <laughs> every single fucking day, but don't even pay any kind of credence to. Hold on, I got more. Right? It's, it's, it's. Look, when this you, whole bag is full of crystal rocks. Well, where's the camera? Mm -hmm. This whole so bag right here. Baby, you're this you need to get some bag 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 This has got to be about six or seven pounds of silver, right? Or not silver, of, of. Of oh, crystal right here. <laughs> I got zero of that. I got right. none of that. But no, it's it, it's utilizing the magic, the wealth, the productivity of the earth. And people want us to be afraid for the earth. Let's save the earth. The earth will save herself. There, yep, it's we, us don't, we don't need to do that. What we need to do is understand how she works and start working with her instead of saying, oh, well, I would do it this way. So, bitch, hey. Well, see, fortunately, <laughs> there are this. some of us that are already right? doing that. I agree with what Norma's saying. There, there's the majority of the population of the planet's not, and Norma's exactly right. So we as a, as a race or as a species, I should say not a race, yeah. as a species, we need to start doing that more because... <clears throat> that what they what they've taken from all of you and all of us is the is yeah. the actual knowledge of how the matrix works yeah. and when people are right. trying to explain yep. to you how it actually works they try to take and hijack that information because they don't want you to know yep. it because right, right now they're yeah. losing the control they had over everyone in the matrix because there's enough of us that are now fighting against them and, and really seriously making it work. Usually they try to make these big resets and kill off the most of the population. So they forget it because what? they're not doing that now, are they? Yeah, no, they're not doing that now. See, that's the whole they? thing. Right. Okay. I'm right? sorry, but really who knows how to make some butter? I do. Who was taught how to actually, okay. See, in the, okay. I mean, I kind of do. But I'm trying to like be like on the for reals right now. That's just no, it, but you're right? right? In this truth, all thing. those skills. When we're going are to school gone, every day, right? and arithmetic is great. Okay, uh, science is great. Economics is okay because I need to know what economic system I'm living in. However, I don't I actually don't know. know. I mean, according to what I taught was taught in school, I need to know how to go to the grocery store. Do you know I need what? to know what store carries what. I need to know. You know what I mean? Okay. Do, you, do you know if you need to eat rucola or if you need to eat agrion, which uh, agrion oh, is uh, no, a show. I think we're going to give Mike a whole watercress right? hour. And then you got rucola. Do you know <laughs> the difference seriously. between them? We're going to give you like a whole one, yes. one of these days. Yes. But you know what? Sorry, Aaron. I didn't hear a damn thing. I was talking over I you. I said, we're going to give you, and I, and I did cut you off, but it's good. It's okay. Because I'm giving you praise right now, so you're just going to have to be okay with it. Anyway. 
I said, we're going to have to do a whole show on really? like organics and how to grow your own things and how to be self-sustainable yes. and just let you like, just go. You you right it's still, uh, <laughs> it's still, I liked nature because my grandparents farm in Oklahoma, <laughs> but things are a lot more difficult to grow in Oklahoma. I get down to Brazil. I got a friend of mine whose mom has been into that for a long fucking time. She gives me a bunch of plants. My neighbor leaves and they give me a bunch of plants. And I'm curious. So I ask them about each one of the things that they're giving me. And there are some to where you eat the leaves of this plant and spiny as fuck. I didn't realize what it was. Later I had to ask him. If you take the leaves, wash them off, obviously, because you got bird poop and right. everything else. But Nature. they are actually yeah. protein rich plants it's a fucking plant and i'm yep. eating goddamn leaves but it's like i'm eating beans and i'm being yep. filled and it's really fucking yes. bizarre but it really fucking works <laughs> yep. that's cool well see here's the thing guys yeah. they don't want you to know that that i i lived okay here's a perfect example i moved to arizona i'm back in california now but i moved to arizona and i lived there for three and a half years while i was there my buddy who uh, who i've known for 35 years he says to me, bro, if the world goes shitty, you better learn what the hell you're doing out there because right. you're in the middle of the desert. You're going to die. I was like, what? Maybe he's right. I need to look into this. I realized yeah. that out in that desert, there's more food for me to eat than there is in a modern city. True. Yeah. Because yeah. all the stuff grows right. wild out in the desert and it's yep. and it survives mm -hmm. on little or no water. You can grow artichokes in the desert. Yep. Asparagus grow a grows wild in Arizona. A you can walk outside your house. Fucking you awesome. Can leave your house in Arizona and you can go harvest Right off the in the desert, yeah. asparagus, peyote. No, now see, I love asparagus and peyote. <laughs> peyote, I, that too. Yeah. I really got to try. It. No, asparagus. Okay, check uh, this out. There's a there's a tree. Have you guys heard? You guys have heard of mesquite, right? Yeah, mesquite yeah. and and um, what's the yeah. other one? I can't think of the name right now. Uh, we use them. We use them when we're cooking stuff. You use the mesquite for a flavor, and there's another yeah. tree that we use for flavor as well. And I forget the name uh -huh. of them. Both of them grow wild in the deserts of yeah. the United States. Right, so you yep. have Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas, where these trees grow parts wild. Parts of Utah, I think, even and parts of Utah, okay, and they mm -hmm. and parts of Nevada, they grow I wild. Wrong, but I think when the when no no no, you're right. And when the when the people were traveling from the east coming over to the to the west, when you would go to L.A. or San Diego, you would take the southern route, which went across through Texas and through all of the deserts to come over here. Uh, yeah. Other people would go north through Colorado and come down into like the Donner Party did into California up right. here in the north end. Uh, and that's how you got was one or the other, uh, the north route or the south route. So that was primarily where all the covered wagons went. And it's an easier way to go if you go down the south because you don't have to go over too many Rocky Mountains. You right. get uh, over at San Diego and you have the Rockies continued there where you have to go over the top of what we call yeah. the grapevine. Yeah. Now, yeah. and they called it that because they used to grow grapes wild over there. So yep. when the people were coming across the plains that were came from the east and they were using flour that is made from wheat because we had the wheat fields in the in the east, and that was the the what everybody used was wheat. They ran out of wheat and they couldn't make anything. And the Native Americans would, so showed them these trees, the mesquite tree and the hickory. That's what it is, mesquite and hickory. Both of those trees hickory. grow a bean pod on them. And when those bean pods are growing and they're green, you can pick them off and you can boil them and eat them just like you do green beans. And really? if you wanted to, you can wait until they uh, dry up and fall off. And then you take that and you ground it into a powder. You ground it into flour and it's naturally gluten free. Mm hmm. Right. And it's uh, yep. it's a tan color and it's naturally sweet and it has no sugar in it at all. And it's better for you 
than wheat. Mm -hmm. When that was discovered, somebody tried to, and they're today, they still manufacture it, but nobody wants it because the companies that control the wheat, they don't want to change to, to from wheat to the mesquite trees because they only grow in a certain climate. So they refuse Mm -hmm. to allow that to get big right now, starting to get a little bit bigger, but what they're doing is they're selling it to the, to the health food market where they're giving you the powder and people are taking it and putting it in their drinks. And drinking their smoothies with this with this other uh, flour in it. That's why, like and, what they do in yeah. Brazil, they've got the uh, guaraná, which is an energetic powder, and so it, it's also it looks yeah. like a bean and, and that sort of thing, and they grind it up, and it's yeah. same thing. Really it's high energy. The same. It's probably another version mm-hmm. of the same <laughs> type of thing down there. Flour right? styles of making cashew. So they don't want like all of us. Yeah. My point is, in, in all of this, is they don't want any of you to know these skills anymore because everything has right. to be central. So, and they have to be yeah. in control of it. So they can't have yeah. you growing your own food because you won't need to go to the store like Norma said. Right. So they don't right. want you to learn how to grow your own food because they want you dependent on the store so they can just yeah. shut the doors when you Every don't time we the say they, dude, I should like have like a list that just goes off on the live stream. Right. Like Because when we say that, I, I fucking hate it when I have to say well, they. that's just it. Right. But, right. Because because what, 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 what does that mean? Right? You know? What does that but mean? There's there's the they're like, who's the they? We're talking about the Davos crowd. They're meeting right now this week. Yeah. And we're talking about people that feel like they're they have so much control over money. They don't own the money. They just control it. Right. Therefore, gives them the power. Well, they don't own anything. That's the key. Right. They don't They're, own anything. I mean, they just control what are the it. Fucking kings and no. queens. Why are they getting money anyway? Like, right. what are they doing? Yeah. Like, really, just living lavish and doing these little parties, and I look pretty. Because they still have Let's enough have a big pageant for it. Hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. Everybody's talking over each other. Guys, stop talking over each other. <laughs> well, yeah. Mike, no, but yeah. say what you're right, going to say. So we have the, the <laughs> royals that we assume own everything, but they, they are controlled by who controls the money. And, for example, after Waterloo, right, uh, the Red yeah. Shield was able to uh, lie. No, I, I said that. So, I the Rothschilds are. That's that's yeah. where their name came from. It was German, uh, and so what happens is they lied. Their messengers yeah, that's what were faster than the national Literally. messengers to England, and so they lied about the results. Everybody sold off things that they thought they needed to sell off because England mm-hmm. lost. Right. But when everybody found out England won, it was too late because at that point the Red Shield bought everything up at dollars, uh, pennies to the dollar, yeah. and they owned. Call them BlackRock right now. That's who's an American. You know, exactly. BlackRock. Same fucking yep. thing. Yep. And BlackRock right now is buying up land and housing and everything yep. else. They're paying twenty uh, percent yep. plus office space on yes. that to make sure that they own yep. it because they will not sell it back. They right. are buying up everything no, so that they can rent it. Because a great reset is rent. you will own nothing and you will be happy, which means they happy. will own everything. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly. Which it. they won't. There's too much pushback already. Like I really, but that doesn't mean we stop doing that. Like stop, stop talking about well, it. Well, because. But I really feel like, I mean, the masks are coming off. Oh, the mandates are gone just magically. Whoa, what do you know? I Went mean, from a deadly virus to. Oh, you can just yeah, go. That's because it's always been. We're about to go into 10 days of darkness to where everybody's going to see the crimes against humanity. That is after the Third World War because they, they got it. Right. Now, you're fucking yeah. blind or completely brainwashed. 
Well, like really, see, but now you're, you're, now you're getting into the prophecy, of Mike. Right. That's been going on for the last. What I'm going to say, I mean, is you may years. not be able to see it right now, but if you are not like uptight in your fucking body, like all just totally like something's <laughs> wrong here. That be, Wait, this is wrong here too. Then yep. maybe you know you're yep. stuck somewhere. But I feel like a good majority of us are feeling kind of something that we don't fully yeah, understand. Yeah, I just got rid of it. I just blocked it. You said it straight to hell, dude. As you soon know, as I it, saw him, he was on the he was on my show on Friday, and and I had to block him. And then he was on here earlier. You got him, but it was a different IP address. He just came yeah, on as different a ones, dude. They just yeah. it's just hookers and fucking. I mean, yeah. I get you, hookers. I have nothing against you. Oh, want to fucking thing, make though. some money, and you're good at what you do. Yep. Do it. Yeah, you're you're delivering a service. Don't do that on my. However, but don't spam my shit. Like seriously. Yeah, don't we'll spam see, my shit. The whole thing. I gotta say. <laughs> but, the, the, but the, the thing about that, about yeah, don't spam the show. The, the problem is you're Hold on, two people talking. Yeah, you decide. You and Mike decide who talks first. No, no, let Norma talk because Mike's been talking. I talked over her. That was my bad. Okay, it's loud. Like I don't, I can't even comment. Like I love you to too many people before I'm getting fucked with. So. It just sucks right? that are you talking about dick pics? they're still in their work. Talking about dick pics. Uh, no, that's a weird all thing, dude. I mean, no, it doesn't put that's not, what, past me, that's but... not what I'm talking about. But no, but I'm you, about you say I love the pornographers. That, no, okay, well, and they send dick pics. Uh, that's a different story. Okay, sorry, no, sorry. actually, okay, well, you're going somewhere else, and that does happen sometimes too. <laughs> no, it just but, reminded me of that. No, like, it, I gotta um, say, I love you, then I'm getting shit. <laughs> but no, it's funny, okay. In, in systematically, okay, we're all being like caught and flagged or like whatever for certain little things and you know you, you you see if you're paying attention pornography is always allowed in some way shape or form okay yet it's <laughs> somehow against the law but it's always somehow allowed why is it's that spam not being spammed by all the spammers yeah, watching why is the that spam not cut off, if that's our shit that's truth is getting but like, because i was saying i love this stuff so much shut down, I, shut down. I, I i had to shut yes. up because we're you know, there's a lot of money okay. and shit. Like, yes. you gotta remember that. Money, money, money. That's what it comes down to. Anyway, so, so, now you guys have to realize that to one thing. About- the reason, Aaron, that you're saying, well, why is it that those of us who have integrity, we get shut down and they have this other hideous crap that's up? Because you have to realize that the powers that are in the people that are in control of the big tech and the internet want it to be primarily mm-hmm. more evil than good. So yep. they're taking away yes. reality and the reality stories and anybody yep. who's telling them what's really going on and they're giving you nothing but fantasy and evil, nasty, hideous right. shit. They're starting to, yep. they're starting to right now in the American government, they've been uh, talking out about pedophilia and trying to make it okay. Right? The American well, see, government and people right. in the American government are now actually trying to push pedophilia as okay because they know that what's happening is that everybody is actually starting to uncover that and unravel it. Like Mike is just eluding to uh, that. They're going to see the hideous shit that people are doing soon. So now they're trying to change the narrative quick, quick, quick. They're going to know about this because we can't stop it. It's coming out. So we have to try and what I was saying already came out. I I have a different thought. I have a uh, different angle here that I think that people have seen it. There's been plenty, dude. We've Mm -hmm. taken over. Facebook. That's why we're getting censored because the people yep. that are speaking truth, they can't stop them, dude. And if they try to stop them, they just it's the Barbara Streisand effect, right? So yep. I can't remember exact how exactly how the story was, but they tried to censor Barbara Streisand in some way. And then because they did that, 
she became famous. She became even more famous or whatever they were talking about became more interesting. And that's what's happening is we are that's the, the beauty of the, it, bro. We are the best place that people think that they're and it is crazy right now. But it's to hard. look at it I'm, from where I'm, I'm looking at it, and I really closely studied it for a few years. Okay. We're winning, <laughs> but they don't want to let you know that we're winning, so they're gonna still do their thing. They're gonna yep, send yep. you commercials and ads that make you feel like you need to be mm -hmm. part of this team. What we're let's focus on the people that are really doing this. This is the richest people in the world. Yeah, the Red yep. Shields. But there's people that we don't but even like. They said heard. they're not worried None about the money. They want right. control. It's not about money. It's Those about are the people deal. that are running capitalism, socialism, communism. Everything. It doesn't matter. All these isms doesn't matter. What we should be able to do is freely make money off services we give. Any of us, all of us, or right. labor that we give, or. Whatever right, you, if you provide did. a service, what we have is monopolism. Dude. We have monopolies, we have laws on the books, but nobody's actually using them. And I'm sure that we are not the only, and then we're country. manipulating them before the United States even is not the only there. country that has these laws on the books. Right? My dad told me that a long time ago. He's like, dude, we have law books for this, shit, but nothing's getting charged. And that's what's going on with this whole shit that we've been dealing with for two years. Two fucking years. That well, all right. Listen, this is what things, why are they now? And that's only later, happening because for twenty years. Been why they do that? That's why I feel like we're still being thrown in fucking rabbit holes. Keep your head straight. Mm -hmm. We all know what the fuck's going on. Like you, y'all yep. out there, we know, do. Know all whether it's us or not, not scares you. Mm -hmm. You know. Anyway, I'm sorry. I just I just went on my soapbox. <laughs> no, you know what? Here, the, I want to, I want to, I want to expand. I on have that. a dream. No, I want to expand one. on that. Okay, listen. This is this is what the most important thing to realize is is this. We have to stop fighting and bitching about what they're doing. And then let me explain right? why. Okay, let me explain why. Okay, first of all, like Aaron said. We're winning, and they don't want to give that up. I would go one further, and I would suggest to you, we've already won a long time ago. There's yes. just yep. not enough Illusion. people that actually know it uh -huh. to turn the tide. That's they're all. Still following That's the why they're yes. going so That's far all. and so deep. It's so already over. They're uh -huh. just though, just people just don't know about it yet. That's it. They've already yeah. lost, and they're and yeah. but they're but if they can convince you. If they can convince you to fight them, then you're in their arena and you're buying into the, this reality by doing so. See, the, the, thing is, the thing about winning against power. them or not. Hold on, right. hold on, Mike. Norma was talking first. Hold on, bro. Norma, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm no, just you saying, don't be used to talking. I interrupted you and then Mike did. Willing <laughs> right, so to go give ahead, their please. power away or they, they, they don't even understand that they have some kind of power, right? They're right. so embedded in, in depth in their, in their, in their. Their rightism. Right. As but, right. Like this, they're, they're, so they're. Right. Like they're right of all. Well, no, no. They're intuitive. Like mm, people doubt and question their, yeah, their inner senses. Right. So they're oh, looking outside. About, yes. I'm, I'm talking about those people that are, yes. that are getting lost in these, in these spaces. The only reason a game is still being fucking played. Right. 
too many of us are still so easily we're giving away our power, right? We're still letting the programming run giving it away. We're just, we're just yes. or or we simply don't understand that we carry, we truly carry this power. Or are we letting it happen? Or, or are we just giving see, the power? They, we don't understand because they want to block that from us. Because as soon as we understand, we will take that power and be able to do it. It's something. For example, they already lost. That's what was saying. Because all the proof is there. However. They don't necessarily have the power because their power comes from the people. So the people have to know. They have to wait for us to wake up and demand it. Like the the parents in the PTA, like your your student count, your uh, local city council members, like your own mayor, like your own community. When the community stands up and really says, you know what, we're in charge of this shit, and you take control of what is actually yours, their day is done. And what they have been waiting for is for people to wake up so that the people can take back the power that is intrinsically theirs. And at that point, the military has the right to do what the people are requesting, which is to stop the corruption, stop the bullshit, stop this fucking destroying our, our life crap. Let us fucking live. I want to. I want to give it an example. We're going to use a movie. We're going to use a movie reference. But in Braveheart, <laughs> when they were all standing there against the the tyranny, fantastic fucking movie, yeah. and the Irish and the Scottish fucking joined up because they're both they're yep. different as fuck. But they're right. not. They're the same. Like they're we both want the same things. Right. Yep. We don't want people coming through our villages and right. burning it all down right. and taking everything. That's right. where we're at right now. We're we're we you know we're a little further than pitchforks. Now we can use our minds and our words to really pierce through the fucking veil that they've left in our podcast. Really, all it is is it takes, like in The Wizard of Oz, it takes. I'm using two movie references. It's okay, guys. I'm going to use one right after you do. Pull the curtain and show what Oz is doing, and realize he's not that powerful. They're not that powerful. They're really not. They're not. They I want to saying. give another. I want to give another example. We have to give them our power for them to have yes. power. Yeah. That's if right. I just want to let you all know we're at hour two hours. And hold on, I'm, hold your thought, please, please, please. But we've got to we've got to tease something a little bit tonight. So so we're gonna tease that, and we're we're not completely ready, but there's something very special coming up in uh, spring, March nineteenth. And I wanted to just stop just for a second, and I want to talk about it because this is we're going on a podcast. I'm going to have to explain it as we go because we're live on video right now. But for our podcast, it's not going to be. But anyway, we've got something called the Sacred Awakening. It's a one day event. It's a it's a retreat. So it is where something some place you can fall back and learn more, and and gain more tools, gain more weapons, whatever you want to call them. But we're we're bringing everything together. We're like we were just talking about. We're bringing you know everybody is you know standing together. And and I have I think we have like five teams right now or guides that are going to spend an hour with you. Um, this is one day. It's on a Saturday, um, and they're going to teach you something very profound. Um, all four of us that are on the live stream are going to be part of it. There's another one that's a surprise teacher, and if she allows me. I at least said she's a she. <laughs> so yeah. I've given away a little bit. But right. if she allows me, I'm totally going to name drop and I'm totally going to show her her greatness and her body of work. But, but very, very special. Special than I've ever worked with. And uh, 
this is coming up and just watch for the tickets. It's going to come up on the Skull Island um, page on YouTube, Facebook. We're going to be talking about it a lot more. It's only $33 for one day for all of these speakers, all of us taking our time to spend one-on-one -on -one time with you and interact. We want you to interact. We want you to be in there. We want you to be learning. We're basically going to take you on a journey and we want you to join the journey and help us with this, whatever way we're doing this. So it could be through Reiki, could be through healing, could be through vision sessions, which is what I do, um, or a meditation, which is, which is what Norma's do, psychology, learning how to level up, learning how to really find that sacred awakening within you, that there is something there. And that's what we are talking about, that, that we are winning. There's a lot of people out there living in fear. And I think that's what we're, uh, where we're Find headed. That's our goal. Destiny, there rise is no from fear. the ashes and, and become a become you again. Okay, guys, really quickly, I want to leave you guys with this. And then I got to go. I actually, my brother's on the phone. I haven't talked to him for a few days. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to leave, yeah. but I want to, I want to leave you guys with this to think about. Uh, for everything that we talked about today and for uh, the event that we have coming up on the solstice. Okay. And, and, and um, really quickly, and then I'll go. Okay. But I, this is what I want you guys to think about. There's a movie reference. Now look at all the different movies uh, that are documentaries throughout time or that are not. And what is the central theme that you see in most of the movies that are the biggest block busting movies that are out there? Mm -hmm. They're always a, a movie with this that has the dichotomy between good and evil evil has already been in control and good is rebelling against that to take back control and they're doing yeah. that and it's a small group of people who are helping the a large group of people to to wake up to the tyranny and to fight against the tyranny and i want you to understand think about every movie star okay. wars star trek the braveheart the um the uh the uh, um, the the um, the Patriot, right? And that's the story of the Americans doing that exact thing to get their own freedom. I want you to realize that everything that is in every story, including the Lord of the Rings, including the Dune saga, and every story that's being told to you is a microcosm to the macrocosm of what's happening on this planet and there's a reason that we keep making these movies over and over because they we're fighting against their machine right by giving you these images of fighting against the machine in your head yeah. and that we're winning and that ultimately they always lose that's reality that's what's going to happen no matter what anyone does so rest assured and understand that it's already over you guys just have to buy into it and understand that and wake up to the fact that we've already won. Okay. I'm going to leave you guys and with that. We'll be here to help you. I we love you guys. Have a great night. Through this. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, Leo. I have to cut you off for just a second. But no, that's okay. I'm off. done. Adding I'm done. to what you're doing. We will be here to help you. We're going to be running yeah. some retreats and showing you a lot deeper than what we're just talking about. Right. We get in here and talk shit, but a lot deeper than what we were talking about. Anyway, Leo's got to go. Mike. Much love, Leo. Go hold on. Me. If you want to find Mike and you want to find his perspectives. Well, I'm up, on Penya Perspective on YouTube. I'm on Penya Perspective on Rumble. Um, Facebook is really more for personal and people that, are, that I know. Uh, however, those two are, are the main ones. You can also find me on BitChute most likely, but I haven't been on there in a long freaking time. Uh, but yeah, I'm here on Skull Island and the Sacred Awakening. Thank you, Aaron. You flipped that around. Uh, that worked. 
Um, yeah, we're going to help people and I want to help people reach their blue level, your personal destiny, what it is that you were actually placed on this planet to do will help mm -hmm. you find your path. That's my objective in life. And I'm going to be 50 in about a month. So yeah, that's my personal objective in this second or last section of, of what I am. My existence is for each I've reached mine. I've got my paradise. Fuck it. I could give a shit about anything else. I want to help you. You do give a shit about everybody else. That's why you're doing what you're doing. That's right. Well, I, I do, but I'm not going to allow others to bring me down or take my shit right. or anything else. No. I've you don't, we don't have my to listen to you if we don't want to. You're right. I get I've you. I've established my foundation, and so now I can just help you others without expecting anything in return right. because I've got what I need. And I so want others to reach that on YouTube. And Facebook, you're on Penny Perspective, right? On Facebook? Uh, I will create a Penny Perspective on YouTube for that. Uh, I haven't done it yet. Uh, I've got DLP Enterprises. I will create a Penny Perspective for YouTube, for Facebook. Awesome. Thanks for the idea. <clears throat> Guys, really Thank quickly, you, really quickly, Still I wanted to say... Them. Really quickly, I wanted to say, because I told my brother what we were talking about. And uh, remember, right. my brother's also a minister. And he said, right. he said, tell them... That we, yeah, we've already won. And here's the example. What did Jesus say when he was on the cross? He said, it is, it is finished. And from that moment on, it's over. He yep. said, you just have to know that one word, those words know that Jesus that. said know to that. understand, yeah. know those words. You he will paid for everything that, that day. Yep. He paid for everything that day. Yep. And right. he came so back to let us know. A Christian perspective, you motherfuckers. But anyway... Right? I love Jesus, too. But I, I, I'm just going to anyway, put it this way. Norma, Norma, Look, where can they find you? I'm just joking, guys. I'm not. Understand, when you give yourself up to the whole idea that you know you've done this enough times that you're done, right? Whether you want to give that to Jesus, soul type Buddha, stuff, right, or any other deity, where Knowing you you, that you are done because you're done, right? Save some for you're next ready to week. Grow. Save some for next week. Where yes. Can anyway, you? you can find what me. Do you do? Okay. So I'm a ceremony specialist. I do weddings. I do moon ceremonies. I do baptisms. I She's do cleansings. I do um, whatever it is that you need. Um, I do charge accordingly. If you want me to be your... Vula, I'll be your Vula, I'll be your, you know, you Vulva. mean? Vulva. Vulva. Yeah, Vulva. There we go. Vulva sounds I'll like be a your, actually. I'll be your shaman. Way. I'll be your mystic. I'll be your witch. I'll be whatever it is you need to be because I do hold all of that right Party up inside of me. Extraordinaire. Um, I am, it. yes. You want to do some things? You want some readings? Yes. I've been it. writing since I was very young. I'm very good at putting things together. So as long as we get to at least have one decent conversation, I feel like I can personalize your custom ceremony, whatever it may be, for whatever it is you are looking for. I am very connected. Any mystic norms, right? I'm wellness and weddings as far as a business name goes, because that's Give what I do. Email. But mystic norms, and you'll find me everywhere. What about your email? Oh, I, I am at... Norma Rasmussen33 at gmail.com. Nice. I'm right, at Penny Perspective at protonmail.com. However, yes, okay. Aaron, you've got Go a ahead. weekly, uh, you've got a daily show for cards, do you not? Yeah, man. Well, well uh, yeah, I give cards. I mean, cards are just, they help me, but I don't fucking need them. But no, um, I'm a psychic. I'm a psychic and a shaman. And uh, 
I'm a mentor. I'm a teacher. You can find me at www.psychicshaman333.com. Um, there you go. Check me out if you want to check me out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Fuck, I think I'm on all of them. I don't know. But we don't we don't play around here. Like we say the f word. We we cuss. But what we're what we're trying to do we're is a pirate show you podcast, right? The pirate podcast is all about enlightening, and it's dark. Look at how it's purple dark. That moon shining through, because we're not we're dark, but we're light. But we're really trying to. Um, what we set out to do here was educate people on the things that we've been willing to go in and learn as disgusting as it is sometimes and as shocking as You're it out is on the seven seas we are separated from what society deems everyone should do yes, and yes. we all have our purpose on the pirate ship. Yes. each one has his purpose and the purpose yep. is survival of all that's right all right what's your last thought babe to give everybody and then we're gonna go to, we're gonna go to uh mike and then we're okay. gonna go to me so i mean my, my final thoughts really are just you know um I feel like those that are like, you know, in need of me, I'm here. They tend to find me. I feel like, you know, if you are sensing something with me today, you'll, you'll, you'll find me. I'm mystic norms. N-O-R-M-Z, not norms as in like, you know, whatever. My name is Norma. So, I mean. She's working. And I'm a mystic. Trying to make right? it sound cool. Mystic as in, you know, I do many multiple mystical things. Until next week. <clears throat> be who you are find who you are get to that place where when you breathe you feel you not the question of you perfect how about you Mike final thought uh, well, for everybody final thought um Seek your blue level. Um, blue level by Maslow's Pyramid is that personal destiny, that self-fulfillment. Okay, so I want everyone to find their own destiny. As far as my channel and opinion perspective at protonmail.com, if you want to email me, um, I am developing a series on Einstein Never Used Flashcards, which is uh, child developmental uh, segments in psychology. I'm also going to do a series on... Uh, rich dad, poor dad, and the things that that book uh, taught you in being able to build your own reality. Um, there is also a couple of books that I want to make something else on. So I've read a lot of stuff and I'm writing my own book, but I've found out that some of the books that I've actually read, people are interested in. Um, so I'm going to be making some series about those before I actually um, launch into my All book. Right, quit selling yourself, you little fuckers. What is the final sorry, thought for the audience? God damn Final thought. Fucking. Final thought. Jesus. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, be at peace. Be well. Jesus Christ paid for all of us. Take his hand because he's got us all. Just do what he asks. It's no big deal. He lightens your load immensely. Thank you all. Nice. Peace to Thank you, me. brother. Thank you, brother. Namaste, brother. And my final thought is be yourself. Have some fun. Fucking enjoy your life. And if you have to fight sometimes, you have to fight. Just go for it. But be brave. Face, face adversity head on when you need to. Right now, we need to. I'll see yep. you all next week. Don't be afraid. We're on Tuesday or Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you check us out. Like our podcast. Go check out our podcast over on um, 
on Spotify. Make sure you give us a rating if you can. You're on Spotify too. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, we're, right. we're, we're, we're on Spotify. We're on yeah. Facebook. We're on uh, Insta. We're on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and we're on D-Live. D-Live. If you can give and us some Spotify. lemons, give us some lemons. I mean, we'd love it. Um, but really, just show your support if you can share. Just share it around for now. I mean, we've got a lot of fun things coming up. We've got a, a retreat coming up on the spring equinox. It's going to be fucking epic. It's I pro- we may swear. But guess what? You're going to learn something that's going to ascend right. you. Because swearing is an ascended fucking level. It's just you know how elevating to do the conversation. That's right. It's just adding a little bit of an emphasis. That's right, brother. Right. All right. We love you all. Love you, Mike. We'll see you next week, brother. See you later. Peace out, Have everybody. A time. Have a great week. See you soon. Much love. Much love. Mm. Love bubbles,